Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Music, talk, inspiration, in perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM, ninety-seven point three.
This one is called Tigby Tigby. It's a new one from the Bethel Revival Choir, a live recording. End of last year, the UPSA. It was an assemblage of great gospel acts supporting the Bethel Choir up to Datsun. Forever and ever, our God deserves to be praised. Time check in the studio, 27 minutes past 6, 97.3 City FM. And whatsoever the Lord does, it shall be forever. His goodness endures. In the meantime, we're starting off with Business Sense brought to you by ADB. So this is a quick one. Don't make a permanent decision based on a momentary feeling. Don't make a permanent decision based on a momentary feeling. Or don't make a lasting choice because of a temporary circumstance. Now, inspiration is good, but that cannot be the only basis for a long-term resolution. Because more often than not, decisions made on reflection are better than decisions made on emotion decisions made on reflection. so yes you can be angry but in the heat of that anger a decision may not be the wisest so a this anger can be the reason for you to want to make a change but in making the change you must make sure the anger is no longer there otherwise your decision or reaction will overcompensate for the error that was originally committed so let's go through this again. We don't make permanent decisions because of a momentary feeling it's of love, of happiness, or of extreme anger. You can't make a lasting choice because of a temporary circumstance. Now, yes, it can be the basis for wanting to make a, a resolution, but the decision itself should be made on the basis of cold, hard facts. Because ultimately, decisions made from reflection outlive decisions made via emotion decisions made from reflection outlive decisions made via emotion business sense common sense life sense brought to you by adb think about this you can get up to 80 percent of your next net monthly salary no interest on repayment within 30 days giving you the reprieve to reorganize yourself it's called a quick payday plus Call us on 0244284197 or 0243273369. ADB truly a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. 
633 getting into the newspaper review segment brought to you by Total. Total Energies Afcon is on. There are, there's one critical game today. And then there's final and then the third, fourth playoffs. We're also giving some great prizes for those of you who use the Troxy card or the Total card. Buy ATC the minimum of fuel or four or five liters of uh, lubricant. Win some amazing branded souvenirs. Let's celebrate the passion of football together. With lots of gifts join this Total Energies Africa Cup of Nations. Promo is valid while stocks last. Hashtag football together. We are also sponsored by Fidelity Bank. Reach us on our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Or on our newfangled customer experience number 0800-003355. Thursday the third city breakfast show. Few days more to the caravan of a lifetime. Greater Accra Central Western Western North Bono Ahafo Bono East Savannah Northern Upper East Ashanti Eastern Region. All of these regions will host Caravanites from the 5th to the 12th of March 2022. Call us right now to book your seat on that bus that is Ghana bound. 0205-973-973 is one region, one hotel. 
one region, one special meal, one region, one festival, one region, one artifact, one region, many photos, lasting memories. Don't forget, COVID protocols will be observed throughout the trip. Heritage Caravan is brought to you by Holland Ghana, ensuring you everyone and everything you love and Goyal Ghana. Good energy, Goyal. Yeah, yeah, dear. Hey, let me say good morning to Nathan and Kojo this morning. For the first time this week, you are wearing different color shirts. Nathan is in white, Kojo is in blue and white. So, for the first three days, you've been wearing blue shirts. But I yes, think yes, yes. the white is also great. Gentlemen, hope you're fine. Yeah, fine. Looking forward to the show. Yes. Getting ready for the caravan. Yes. Looking forward to Heritage Month. Yes. The food bazaar. Yes. The travels around the country. Yes. The great music. Yes. The palm wine. Yes. The excellent stuff. Yes. Oh man. I can't wait. Go, go, yes, go. Uh, yes, uh, yes, Later, sir, yes, sir. You go to that's been discussed by the committee. <laughs> A special report to be laid before us on Monday, and we'll consider it. I'm telling you, hope you guys are ready for the show. Yes, we are. so much to do today. I saw a crazy story yesterday on TV. Uh, ha- somebody had walled a road, yes, yeah, in Osekro. E. Uh, Which part of Kumasi is that? Around the original coordinating castle area. Chalinita. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's front and back wall. No, yeah, I saw it. I, I, so you are driving I, home I one day, then there's a wall in front I, of you. And the road, think, no, it's not the... It's, a, it's like, a proper road. It's a proper road. Yeah, yeah. So you may think you are dreaming. You know sometimes in your dreams you are driving, you see a wall. So the driver is going to say, ah, what is this? Is it a wall in the middle of the road? Am I, am I awake? Am I there? <laughs> No, Kumasi, you do first want to put in a, a gate there to I want to say those. good morning to all our Kumasi people. Orange FM, Focus FM. <laughs> Adrumpa. Uh, Charlie, you, you, you are too much. <laughs> hey! A wall in the middle of the road. Oh, man. Actually, that thing needs to be investigated. It's a serious scandal. Serious causing financial loss to the state. For... The guy said the house is, the land is for him. Yes. Hey! Yes. He said the land is for him. So he's walk front and back. <laughs> so the, the people who are going home should find some other place to park. Don't get into your orange nettles. That may have made more sense. Anyway, yeah. Let's do the headlines. We'll get to that story shortly. Anyway, we go to the Ghanaian Times front page. Ecowas holds heads of state summit in Accra today, and the traffic has already started building up because of this. Oh really? Yes. Um, Lands Ministry hands over 20 pickup cars to Minerals Commission. Two cops killed in separate road crashes. And we will account for E-Levy, finance minister. The Daily Graphic says, financing development projects, we can't avoid taxes. The president is speaking. And there's a picture of the president meeting um, a delegation from the Georgia traditional area, led by Togby Day. Um, that's also on the front page of the Daily Graphic. Sensitized border communities on safety cdd to security agencies mm. lands ministry supports minerals commission with 20 vehicles mm. time to fund development from within kind mm-hmm. of Riata is speaking mm-hmm. court reinstates professor advocate and on the back page of the daily graphic salah's magic to end cameroon's run Amen. asking and money inspires senegal 
into AFCON final. Yes, now, sir. if you go to the Chronicle, don't fear E-Levy. We will restrain all leakages of Rata speaking. <laughs> PNM stirs the hornet's nest at Mills Heritage launch. Mm. NLA, KGL, new deal to rake in over 1 billion Ghana cities in 10 years. Mm. Top Kings has no control over Botim and Lance Wulome. Yesterday, there was a story that Top Kings have been given the right mm-hmm. to control the place, according to a chief. Now, Wulome says no. And we need to look at Pram Pram because Killings Rock Pram Pram is on the front page of the Chronicle. 79 year old family head mm. gunned down after several unexplained murders. Mm. The Vanguard says bloody raid in Busumche. Mm. Chief unleashes thugs on rivals. Salut. Mm. levy is to bridge is to bridge fiscal deficit, the president says. Mahama calls for national unity. Mustafa Hamid holds talks with Kenya's EPRA and Otunfo extols MPA's corporate vision. Mm. Now the business finder introduce austerity measures to support economic recovery. Experts propose government resources the minerals commission and supports the apiati fund all right the bnft's front page as usual has a number of stories made in oic seek, uh, seeks to attract 500 million dollar investment in five years mm. one billion dollar you uh, one billion us dollar okay one billion us dollar sorry needed to upgrade obsolete power transmission lines that's grid go still yeah i thought they had finished that thing well they say 526 million dollars to be invested this year all right in banking bog urged to extend ghana card directive to december hmm. fbn bank boss and consumer confidence dips that's hmm. according to a bog report all right now the new crusading guide captain smart charged for extortion mm-hmm. government resources the uh, mincom that is minerals commission with 20 vehicles and other equipment not tongue dc hot accused of causing chaos in Dofo akata clan mm-hmm. and uh, youth employment agency collaborates with the ot regional uh, uh, coordinating council mm-hmm. to reduce unemployment rates in the region all right let me take you online. Citynewsroom.com is also leading with E-Levy. E-Levy will give Ghanaians moral authority to demand more from government. This is the finance minister. Meanwhile, Japan Messer says returning to IMF is a bad idea. Let's generate IGF through E-Levy. Meanwhile, E-Levy has been oversold by government, although it will kill businesses. Ken Thompson. So, lots of E-Levy stories. The other story the papers missed, NLC Utah to face off in court today. That will determine whether you will graduate this year or not. <laughs> sitting here, a court is determining your future. Court orders reinstatement of Professor Avoke as VC of UEW. And this is also... Sorry, court order reinstating Professor Avoke as VC is an aberration according to the university. But the professor is getting ready to take his place in the uni. Uh, still on citynewsroom.com, advocate hints at returning to office promises visionary leadership at the school. And police announced roadblocks ahead of Ekoa Summit. You read it already. And replace FWSC, Fair Wages and Salaries Commission, with Emoluments Commission to address labor issues. This is George Smith Graham. If you go to my journal online, GRA readies for 11 implementation ahead of parliamentary approval. <laughs> oh, yes. Meanwhile, another story private developer destroys asphalted routes to build behind president's residence. That's the story of my journal online. Meanwhile, police officer crashed to death in the line of duty. I know we may make some time to talk about this. So, this happened somewhere in the central region, one of those police barriers. Yeah. And then there are also issues of inconvenience police barriers. So we may discuss that briefly later on. Mahama owes me a duty of care 
to dispel rumors that I disrespected him. This is Koku Anidoho on myjournaline.com. If you go to Star FM, Avocate promises reconciliation when he returns as VC. Akati North gets DCE. And uh, Kasua Meda, I was nowhere near Meda scene. Suspected killer tells called GNA says government engages citizens on E-Levy. Coups are not the panacea to Africa's hydra-headed challenges, according to Ablakwa. And E-Levy will show up fiscal gap, President Akufuado. All of these stories on E-Levy. Maybe you should start with that from yes. the papers. E-Levy huh? will account for E-Levy, finance minister. And don't fear E-Levy, coming from the same camp. Mm. Now, the Ghanaian Times Center Press says the government yesterday restated its case for Ghanaians to embrace the proposed electronic transaction levy, assuring that it will give account of the money accrued and used it for its intended purpose. At its second town hall meeting on the levy held at second day in the western region minister of finance ken Oferiata said there will be quarterly reports on the levy when passed for implementation mm. first held in koforidia in the eastern region last week the town hall meeting is meant to give the opportunity for citizens to engage more with the government to understand the benefits of the e-levy yesterday when this was ongoing somebody tweeted that if you get quarterly reports on the proposed e-levy how about reports on some of the levies that we are paying already mm. well, well the president is also speaking on e-levy mm -hmm. now he has said that one of the surest ways by which the government can raise money to finance development projects is taxation mm. now he says quote we ourselves will have to find the money for our development and that is the reason it has become necessary for us to introduce the famous tax mm -hmm. famous tax which has caused so much disputation end quote the introduction of the e-levy he said was necessary for the government since the country could not continue uh, to be dependent mm -hmm. on foreign grants and loans to keep the economy going. But now, on page 16, mm -hmm. the finance minister uh, has given an assurance that the actualization of the e-levy mm -hmm. remains very important to support the country's debt management, the building of infrastructure, mm -hmm. and ensuring youth employment. He also says that no money has been lost. You remember the Auditor General's report? Yep that some 12 billion Ghana cities was lost to corruption. Mm -hmm. He he said the claim from the Auditor General has been on the lips of... Um, the said claim from the Auditor General has been on the lips of many, especially those who do not support the introduction of the E-Levy, mm -hmm. using it as a reason for the rejection. And he said that no money has been lost. Mm -hmm. He also said that the, um, the last time the Rose Minister did some infrastructure work, he ended up with a need for about 78 billion Ghana cities in the next few years mm -hmm. to be able to do all the infrastructure. And a levy such as the e-levy will help us raise enough. Let me give you a final one. Ken Thompson says e-levy is being oversold by government and it will kill businesses. Now it says financial analyst Ken Thompson has described as disturbing government's insistence to go ahead with a controversial electronic transaction levy despite opposition. He says uh, the policy, if implemented, will collapse some businesses. That's not his only point. He also said personnel employed to supervise the government's revenue collection are causing more harm than good with their lapses in the country's tax regime. He says the e-levy is not the game changer. There may be a justification for tax electronic transfers, but it doesn't solve the issues of widening the tax net. He also says IMF is not this. this IMF is a non-starter. Let's re-strategize and change, change property tax. He was speaking on the point of view yesterday. Okay, if you go to page 20 of the Daily Graphic, they have the UEW story. 
Now, a court in a high court in Winneba has ordered the, the reinstatement of the dismissed VC of the University of Education, Winneba Professor Malto Avocate. The court presided over by Justice Abuaji Tando yesterday also ordered the UEW to reinstate five principal officers of the uni who were dismissed together with Professor Avocate in August 2018. Mm -hmm. The five officers are Dr. Theophilus Senior Akoli, Finance Minister, uh, Finance Officer, sorry, oh, yes. Mr. Frank Ozu. Mm -hmm. Boatin, Deputy Finance Officer, Miss Senna Dake, Internal Auditor, and Miss Mary Jimmy, Acting Head of Procurement and Engineer Daniel Tete, mm -hmm. Acting Deputy Director of Works and Fiscal Development. Mm -hmm. Per the orders of the court, Professor Avoca is to be reinstated as VC, while the five officers are to be reinstated to the same grade level they occupied before they are dismissed. Meanwhile, the UEW says the court order is an aberration. The university has described the court order to be for the visit to be reinstated as an anomaly. Speaking on Eyewitness News, following the judgment, the PR officer of the university, Ernest Azutiga, said the appropriate decision will be taken following the development. But he questioned why the court will grant reliefs it earlier denied Professor Avoke when he challenged his removal from the school. Now, still on university issues, this is a big one. There's a huge case to be determined today in court. NLC UTAC to face off in court today over the strike. And that story is also on citynewsroom.com. It says that uh, the University Association of Ghana and the National Labor Commission are expected to appear before court today, Thursday, the February 3rd, in the case challenging the former strike. The NLC seeks an interlocutory injunction from the High Court to compel the striking lecturers to return to work. UTAC members on campuses all over Ghana on strike to force the government to, quote, restore the conditions of service agreed upon in 2012. That's 10 years ago. Now, the conditions of service pegged the basic plus premium market of electoral $2,084. UTAC has complained that the current arrangement has reduced its members' basic premiums to $997. And the almost one-month-long strike has sparked worry among students and parents as they wonder whether the academic year can be salvaged or not. Bernard, let me take you to Pram Pram. There's mm. a story that worries me. Okay. An emerging underground hit squad believed to be responsible for contract killings in <laughs> and around Pram Pram have struck again, confirming its hold on the ground. Are you kidding This is page 3 of the Chronicle. Hmm. Now, the Chronicle reports that in the early hours of yesterday, Wednesday, February 2, 2022, unknown gunmen shot and killed a 77-year-old man, Daniel Akwete Awule, in his home at Mutual, between Dawena and Pram Pram. Wow. The deceased, the head of the Numo Awule Kwao family, hmm. was to appear in the appeals court in Accra in the morning of Wednesday, Charlie? the same day he was um, killed. Hmm. In a case involving another family before his tragic death. Information the chronicle obtained from the police, yes, in Tema, indicates that the killers used a six-inch block to break the door and gain access in his, into his room and shot him several times. There have not been any arrests, according to the police, and this is the latest in a series of murders, and they give us... What are the, the, the other, other ones? ones? October 26, 2021, the head of the clay... Chokunya family of mm -hmm. Pram Pram, mm -hmm. Aye was murdered at the La Louis Shrine by unknown gunmen. Mm. On January 1, 2007, Numo Namensa, the head of the Osuem family, was shot and killed in his room a mm. few days before he was to testify in court in a land dispute. Mm -hmm. Nene Atrui Benta, the man Klalo of Pram Pram, was assassinated. On December 13, 2018, between Afenia and Apollona, hmm. Apollonia, when he was story. returning from a meeting at the Greater Accra Regional House of Chiefs. A month later, Mrs. Josephine Asante, the marketing and public affairs manager of Ghana Ports, hmm. was murdered in a MF's Hillview estate home. Nene Aye, Otusekrum, head of. Uh, that many? 
Yes. In the same area? In the same area. And during the Christmas holidays, December 27, 2021, one Kwame, also from Miocho, was shot dead when he visited a parcel of land in the vicinity. Serious matter. And the story says the Dangwe-speaking area of Pram Pram has been featuring prominently in the news for chieftaincy and land litigation and something needs to be done. Mm. Well, if you go to wow. page three of the Vanguard, mm -hmm. it says bloody raid in Busumtri. And the story reads, the Ashanti Regional Coordinating Council is said to have picked signals of a bloody attack on Kojo Boachi, mm. a native of Abrankese mm. in the Busumtri district of the Ashanti region by three thugs alleged to have been hired by the chief of Abrankese, Nana Upukwam Ponsan II. Now, according to a report cited by Vanguard Leaks, uh, cited on VanguardLeaks.com by the Vanguard, the thugs invaded the town on 29 January this year at 3 p.m. and unleashed a bloody assault on a family mm. who was said to have resisted the burial of a dead body said to be an uncle mm. of the Kunti Hini of Abrantes. I'm still in Ashanti region. Two stories. Uh, this one says, Private developer destroys asphalted road to build behind President's residence. Story on MyJoyOnline.com. In a rare and unusual move, a private developer has constructed a wall in the middle of an asphalted road, blocking access to the regional coordinating council, the residency and the urban roads department office at Denyami in Kumasi. Sources say the developer is laying claim to the piece of land, which has served as an asphalted link road for many years. Beyond the destruction of the road, the development threatens the security of the president and the vice president, whose apartments sit close to the location. The property has breached uh, the regional coordinating council i think land they wanted to say sharing a fence wall with the residents one side of the road has completely been blocked by the fence wall leaving the other side which is believed to be an entrance to the property so sources say the developer acquired the land in 2005 when some government property within each ISO were offered for sale subsequently the road was asphalted and has been upgraded commuters turned immediately after spotting the blockade most mainly many mostly people of state experimental who have used the route are also affected. You know this area, don't you? Yes, I know the area. <laughs> then there's another one. Residential properties at Abuakwa destroyed after dynamite explosion. Again in Ashanti, yes. residents of Abuakwa Menshia in Achumangwabija of Ashanti have been left in a state of shock following an explosion <laughs> allegedly caused by a queen mother in an attempt to blast a rock in the middle of the community. <laughs> Reports on the NADMO suggest that a suspect in an attempt to create a path for her residents used dynamite explosives to blast rocks hindering the creation of a path leading to a total blackout speaking to city news the M uh, municipal nadmo coordinator kaim mahama idrisu said the action of the queen mother has destroyed many properties it had effects on electricity supply on the community as a whole lights went off buildings shook stones penetrated some structures but there were however no injuries they say they are looking for the queen mother hmm. hey, <laughs> and this is just after I two weeks know. after uh, 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 yes. a <laughs> Today we have to go to Kumasi. We have to go to Kumasi. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to page two of the BNFT, one billion dollars needed to upgrade obsolete power transmission lines, according to Gridco. Uh, the story says it will cost more than a billion dollars mm. to upgrade the country's old-fashioned power transmission infrastructure, hey, hey. some of which account for a majority of outages, according wow. to Gridco. Wow. The company said it would take significant patient investment over a four-year period to bring total improvement and reliability to electricity transmission and supply across the country mm. because it costs more resources and time mm -hmm. to upgrade legacy lines than to construct new ones. Serious according matter. According to the CEO, Ebenezer 
Quick, you like the economy. Let me give you some uh, quick headlines. Consumer confidence dips. Mm. Yes, business sentiments robust. This is a BOG survey and in the finder. And if you go to the mm. business finder page too, introduce austerity measures. Three different economists are on the government. Hey. They want SOE. Aren't you already going in austerity? <laughs> this economy Maybe right. austerity within uh, the government. structure is uh, because they want um, the government to audit SOE operations and make them more efficient. Uh -huh. They want them to scrutinize levies for effective contribution to the economy. Mm. And they want fiscal consolidation now. They also want um, the government to apply national resources prudently. Meanwhile, presidential campaigns cost $100 million in Ghana. Galamse cash contributes. This is a CDD survey. A study by CDD has found that it cost $100 million US dollars to effectively fund the presidential campaign in Ghana. In addition, an amount of $693,000, the equivalent of 4 million CDs, is required to prosecute parliamentary campaign. The study was conducted in four out of the 16 regions. The last time such a survey was conducted, the cost of running for parliament was $85,000. It's now jumped to $693,000. I'll take you to two final agric stories. Um, so, support local fertilizer producers to meet rising demand. Ghanaian Times, page 14. Government has been aired to give local manufacturing manufactured organic fertilizer producers an equal opportunity as foreign fertilizer importers in order to meet the rising demand of Ghanaian farmers. The president of Ghana Greek Rural Development Journalist Association, Gaja, Richard Frimpong, told the Ghanaian Times the looming fertilizer shortage was a global issue which needed timely intervention. Still on a Greek, Insirua Rice Call launched to support farmers. Again, very good for local rice farmers. Wecom, an agri-media marketing agency and in Consultancy Limited, on Monday launched the Insirua Rice Call, an initiative of that offers Ghanaians the chance to sponsor a farm and receive rewards after nine months. You hear more on this later. These two uh, are Greek stories on the City Breakfast Show. You want to end with something? Oh no, something just caught my eye. There was a there's a feature on page ten of what of the BNFT. That what they're talking about. A story of Bev Real Tea. So the tea person who has a story. In there. Taste the tea. Yes, brewed taste in the, the tea pandemic. The pandemic. All right. Thank you very much, Nathan. Thank you, Kojo. Coming up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Fast approaching 7 o'clock and it's time to be a G with G Money. We are the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet in town. Take part in the Win Like a G promo, win monthly rewards or a brand new saloon car as the grand reward. Visit any G Money agent or GCB branch nationwide, perform a transaction and build points. You could win a fridge, an AC or even a brand new car. Agents are not left out. Sign up more customers, perform transactions, and win two. Be a G. MTN is also rewarding you. Talk, text, browse all day, every day. Collect points, use those points to redeem amazing offers and discounted freebies right away. MTN Rewards is gifting you discounts and stores and allowing you to redeem airtime. MTN everywhere you go. And God has good news for you. We're rewarding prepaying GoCard customers with two Pesos discounts per liter on fuel. You may also enjoy discounts on lubricants at our stations nationwide. Free life insurance cover from My Life Insurance also up for grabs. Visit a Goyle station or office. Go to our website or visit our social media platforms. Goyle, good energy.
Anitakisimrikus here with the City Business News. Good morning. Good morning. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News. It's proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and GCB Bank and powered by your most comprehensive business news websites, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Precious Minerals Marketing Company Limited seeks government support to settle legacy debts of over 65 million Ghana CDs. And later, CEO of Dalex Finance Limited, Ken Thompson, predicts distress for Ghanaian businesses should the electronic transfer levy be implemented. My name is Anita Kisimoku. The details of our stories now. The Precious Minerals Marketing Company, PMMC Limited, is calling for government support to settle a legacy debt of over 65 million Ghana CDs. The company owes some four banks and the debt has accrued over a 10-year period. The revelation comes after the 2020 Auditor General's report revealed that losses posted by state enterprises and specified entities in the country between 2018 and 2019 rose by 200%, while the latest figure on losses by state institutions as at the end of 2020 stands at 5.3 billion Ghana CDs. Speaking during a working visit by the Deputy Minister of Lands and Natural Resources in charge of mining, George Munkuduka, to the PMMC, the managing director of the company, Nana Kwisi Ewa, indicated the debt was negatively affecting the operations. Our legacy debt continues to be a huge albatross on PMMC. As at 31st December, the total legacy debt was 65.5 million. 65.5 million. Um, when we came since 2017, we've paid a total of about 15.5 million. Indeed, as at 2017 January, it was about 30 million, and we've so far paid about 15.5 million. If that debt amount had stayed at 30 million. What it means is that we would have paid half of it by now. But as you know, it's a debt which continues to attract interest. So although every month we keep paying, um, by the following month, interest has built on it, and then it's like fetching water into a basket. You heard the managing director of the PMMC, Nana Kwesi Ewa. The CEO of Delex Finance Limited, Ken Thompson, is predicting that many Ghanaian businesses will go into distress should the electronic transfer levy be implemented. He opines that since many businesses in this era are indulged in performing financial transactions electronically, they will lose a lot of money in their daily activities and might not be able to survive. These assertions come at a time where the e-levy bill remains a controversy with many stakeholders asking the government to go in for support support from the IMF to save the country's debt situation instead of relying on revenue from the e-levy. Ken Thompson was speaking to Bernard Avler on City TV's The Point of View program yesterday. I've also said previously that why don't we link uh, the payment of taxes to the enjoyment of social benefits mm -hmm. by people. So why don't you link it to free SHS mm -hmm. and link it to free uh, the NHIS? Mm -hmm. Then you can start to make some uh, start to make some judgments as to who, whether you are doing the right thing or not. Because you see, potentially, if we're not careful and we try and push this through 
the way that is being presented, we're going to kill a lot of business. There, there are a lot of, if you take a lot of people that rely on taking small loans through electronic means to fund education, health, business. There are a lot of people that set up small businesses online that they support themselves. And these are, you know, nascent um, entrepreneurs, you know, new entrepreneurs. There are a lot of people that have started saving. For example, we, for example, have a product where we have over 100,000 subscribers uh, where they use a phone to save. And the minimum amount you save is uh, one CD. So if you're not careful, you're going to kill all that. Mr. Thompson further suggested the collection of property tax as a way by which the governments can mobilize more revenue instead of implementing the e-levy or going to the IMF for support. A few years ago, I waved a check and said, let's go for property tax. Let's go for it with a vengeance. I mean, I've talked about property tax. Set up courts that sit 24 hours to collect the tax. Give the bailiffs additional powers to do investigations on site. And that's how you're going to increase it. I mean, set targets for the, for the GRA where it's based on increasing and the number of people that pay tax. And also, you know, we, there are models overseas that we can use. If you take Lagos, uh, which is uh, uh, about 21 million people, it's, it's reputedly the only state that can go, you know, without a grant from the federal government. And do you know, do you know who pays the taxes? 90% of the taxes are paid by the informal sector, traders, artisans, uh, people that run transport. All those people we claim in Ghana don't pay tax. In Lagos, they pay. And 90% of the tax is paid by the informal sector. What have they done? Education, transparency, you know, using celebrities to promote tax payments. And there's so many things we can do. So for me, that is what's important. CEO of DLX Finance Limited, Ken Thompson. Away from that, aviation analyst Sean Mendes has tasked the management of the Ghana Airports Company Limited, GACL, to be vigilant and proactive in its operations to avoid being flagged by the international body ICAO. This follows the suspension of the private jet operations at Terminal 1 of the Kotaka International Airports by McDonough Aviation after GACL indefinitely barred the company from operating its private jet services at the Terminal 1 of the airports on Tuesday. This is to enable the management hold talks with the GACL over contentions regarding operational procedures. Sean Mendes spoke to City Business News. Well, I think the consequences of having a terminal that has not been approved by the airport operator can be quite severe. Uh, you know, there are there are services in the terminal, whether that's immigration, customs, security in particular, that are very critical because the terminal leads to the same airside where all the other flights are operating from. And there are certain standards that ICAO mandates, that the USTSA mandates and so forth, that have to be maintained at all access points. So if there is something that uh, Ghana Airports Company and Ghana Civil Aviation Authority have not approved within the terminal and people are able to go through the terminal as a result, it could lead to revocation of uh, ICAO authorization and USTSA authorization which in a worst case scenario could mean that international flights could stop until those are corrected. So uh, potentially there is a lot of uh, problems that could come up from an unauthorized terminal, but this is not something that is difficult to fix. And if both sides approach it in good faith, a resolution is there to be had. Aviation analyst Sean Mendes speaking there. 
The Ghana Union of Traders Associations, GUSA, has described the announcement of the conclusion of negotiations on the rules of origin under the African Continental Free Trade Area AFTA as a removal of a major hurdle to the agreement. Member states of the AFTA earlier this week concluded their negotiations negotiations on the rules of origin after several deliberations. The move is expected to further reduce tariffs on original goods produced within the African continent. President of GUSA Dr. Joseph Obing, while welcoming the news, stated that he hoped the list of permissible goods upon the conclusion of rules of origin will be made known soon. This is what we have been waiting for all this time. And once this thing is cleared, it should be made known to us, the goods that are qualified under the continental free trade area, so that we know those goods that we can be able to trade in. This is very good for us, and it is timely as well. Coming in the heels of the PAPS system means that um, we are ready to kickstart the continental free trade area. So um, we deem it as a, a very good opportunity for us to take advantage of and um, start um, doing um, um, British business in, in Africa. Um, uh, one area that needs to be also uh, looked at is the tariff system. We have to know um, the actual um, uh, tariffs um, that is to, to be enjoyed um, so that um, uh, once, well, uh, once we are well informed, then we can we will know what we are uh, doing exactly under the continental free trade. President of the Ghana Union of Traders Associations, Dr. Joseph Obing. Let's now head over to the interbank foreign exchange markets where banks trade amongst themselves. Over there, the dollar is selling at 6 CDs, 1 peso is recorded no price change. The British pound gained 1 peso and is selling at 8 CDs, 3 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 6 CDs, 9 pesos. The Chinese one also remained unchanged and is selling at 96 pesos. The South African rand is selling at 40 pesos. It's recorded no price change. Be guided that these figures will, however, be much higher as a forex bureau near you. Let's now join Gideon Amuni, chair of Data Bank, for the latest updates on the bonds market. The Ghanaian secondary bond market witnessed a vibrant trading session on Monday as total market turnover for the day amounted to 1.13 billion Ghana cities. The trading session was dominated by the November 2022 five year bond, which traded at an average indicative yield of 17.63%. The Data Bank bond index continued to pull back, increasing its year to date loss to 1.19%. The Republic of Ghana has announced the reopening of the November 2026 five-year domestic dollar bond with bids to be accepted around the initial pricing guidance of 5.75 area. On the money market, the Ghanaian Treasury will offer 923 million Ghana cities across the 91-day and 92-day bills on Friday, 4th February. At the last auction, the 91-day yield closed at 12.62%, while the 92-day yield cleared at 13.23%. That was Gideon Amunichi of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News. It was proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and GCB Bank and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Anita Kisimiku. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Highly
and this is all those on the motorway so this this doesn't sound like news but it is news lots of people are sending me comments about uh, traffic on the Akratama motorway and this is on the Accra bound side so if you're on the motorway well if you're driving towards town and you want to use the motorway to Accra please use a different route we are told there's a heavy gridlock people have been there for one hour We'll try and find out what's going on there. Kickoff is next brought to you by Lesheho, the spirit of Africa. It's a symbol of our resilience and our strength. It's what drives us to do more, become more, and achieve more. This is why we are scaling our digital power with you in mind. The power to create the reality we yearn for, for Africa by Africans. Lesheho savings and loans, let's improve lives. Nathan Kwao is here with the Thursday edition of Kickoff. And on the wings of Leshego, I present to you kickoff the latest from the world of sport. My name is Nathan. Calling the headlines: Senegal book their place in the Afcon final. CAF says no to the Babayara Stadium for Ghana's World Cup playoff with Nigeria. And we take you to Barcelona, where it was unveiling Wednesday as Aubameyang and Adama Traore began life as new Barcelona players. <laughs> And let's begin with the Total Energies Africa Cup of Nations, which is currently happening in Cameroon and Senegal. The Teranga Lions of Senegal, they booked their place in their second straight final after beating Burkina Faso 3-1 last night in a match that was played at the Stade de Japoma or the uh, Amadou Ahijo ground yesterday. Abdou Diallo, Idris Aganagi, two PSG players, and Sadio Mane of Liverpool, they got the goals for Senegal, while Ibrahim Blatituri scored what became a consolation for the Burkina Bay. So, Senegal winning by three goals to one. Exciting final it was. Let's hear from the vanquished but, um, um, Bertrand Traore, his captain for Burkina Faso. He had a few things to say after the game. We accept this kind of scenario. We know it was going to be a tough game. And yeah, at this stage of the competition, if you make small mistakes, you pay, you pay it cash. And I think, yeah, we, we didn't start well the second half. I think we pay, we pay straight away. Uh, they, they, take, they took the lead. We tried to come back and then they saw the second. We pushed, score once, and then in the corner they, sc- they scored the third one. So that makes the game even more difficult for us. But uh, yeah, we are, of course we are really down, but there is a chance to go and get uh, a third place in this competition. We will try to stick to each other and keep our heads up, and then yeah, try to get the, the third place. So that was Bertrand Traore, um, uh, captain for Burkina Faso, speaking there. They will have to await uh, the loser of that game in today's second semi-final between Cameroon and Egypt for that loser's final, which will be played on Saturday. But the other semi-final, like we said, between Cameroon and Egypt, happening today in Yaoundé at the Olympic Stadium at 7pm. It should be fun. It should be tasty. And the winner will take on Senegal for the right to be called the 2021 AFCON 
winners. Let's stay with CAF and the Confederation of African Football has rejected or said no to Ghana's request to change venues for the World Cup playoff between Ghana and Nigeria next month. Now, initially, the GFA had told CAF that they were going to use the Cape Coast Stadium uh, for the first leg of that game, but they sought a change after the NSA told the GFA that the Cape Coast ground would host the Independence Day celebrations. Now, the FA wanted a change of venue, but CAF has told the GFA that the Cape Coast Stadium is the only one that has been approved in its books and so it cannot accept any other ground. The FA wanted to use Babayara Stadium and the, uh, the Confederation of African Football says that ground has not been quote-unquote registered on its books and it cannot allow it. More so, there's not enough time to organize a proper inspection tour and uh, a way of approving the ground. So, Cape Coast it is. That's where Ghana will take on Nigeria in the first leg of the playoffs for the 2022 World Cup. Now, talking about that play of Herbert Mensah, who's former CEO of Asante Kotoko, believes Ghana is capable of beating Nigeria in that particular game. The two teams meet in March in uh, Accra and in possibly Abuja or Lagos for the right to earn a ticket to play as one of Africa's five representatives in the next World Cup in Qatar. Now, despite Ghana's struggles in the AFCON and issues over who becomes coach and whatnot, Herbert Mensah is confident that Ghana can get through to the World Cup if the right things are done. We have Nigeria next. And we have a country that traditionally we beat or we frustrate. Do we have what it takes to beat Nigeria? I think we do. Because Nigeria played better than Ghana. But they were found wanting, technically, when it counted. The same way, we were playing our Calypso football. We we're not playing North African structured football. If they appoint a good coach, and if we think that the Milo types are for Ghana, then we're out of the World Cup. We need to change the way that we approach this whole business. And we, we didn't do it. The whole nation saw, the whole world saw. That's Herbert Mensah, former Asante Kotoko CEO. Let's move on. And uh, throughout this week, if you've been uh, looking around, you will see that Arthur Legacy Sports, they've been putting together trials and, you know, ways of trying to find the next big football star. And so executive director of Euro Africa, Caitlin Arthur, she's expressed uh, satisfaction at the turnout for the final day of scouting for Arthur Legacy's scouting project. Like I said, the project is to find the next footballing star, move them on to Europe to big things. And uh, Caitlin Arthur has been sharing her overall thoughts and impressions of the event. The, the tennis has been overwhelming. I mean, as of 5 a.m. for an event that was supposed to start at 8, as of 5, we had hundreds of players already waiting to have their turn to be tried and see what they had to offer. So it's been, it's been great. It's been great. Okay, Accra is a bigger region, but I think overall, um, we're not done yet, so I can't say how many players would have selected or would say we're on top. But Accra has been good as well, equally. Um, but I think comparatively, the North will be the second. We haven't put a number to it. For us, we need the talent, a talent that we know we can groom and make it exceptional, or people who are already exceptional. That's mainly. So we haven't put a number to it, and we're ready to just come pick up all the all the talents that's available that it's on top and we know we can take to the highest level so that was uh Kitlin Arthur, executive director of euro africa they've been organizing um, a scouting session to find the next big footballing star. Now, some of the players they've managed to move through the process. Felix Afinajan of AS Roma and FC Sheriffs Edmond Ado. So, you can imagine the kind of talents that will be uh, 
uh, scooped up and sent to Europe. Now, two players who uh, were scouted and are doing big things with themselves, Pierre-Marie Aubameyang and Adama Traoré, yesterday they were unveiled as the new Barcelona acquisitions or the latest Barcelona acquisitions. For Aubameyang, he joined on deadline day on a free transfer while um, Adama Traoré joined from Overhampton Wanderers on loan. Let's hear from Pierre-Marie Aubameyang talking about what it is he wants to do for Barcelona and what this move means to him. Yeah, I'm very proud, uh, especially because uh, my family is uh, Spanish as well uh, from my mother's side. So I'm just really proud and happy to be here. My main goal is to, to help the team and uh, give everything I can uh, to, 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 to bring the, the, the team back uh, uh, in the Champions League and, and stuff like that. So I'm just happy to be here and I will try to give everything. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's amazing. That's amazing to have him uh, as a coach. Uh, he has been a, a fantastic player that everyone knows, and I'm sure uh, as a coach, he will uh, he will bring us something uh, that uh, we will learn definitely. Uh, yeah, really happy, and everyone is uh, welcoming me uh, very well, so I'm feeling very good, and uh, as I said, really happy. Pierre-Marie Aubameyang, new Barcelona for it there. Let's hear from new Barcelona number 11, Adam Atrari. He's on loan from Wolverhampton Wanderers. Well, what the manager has asked me is the same that he's been asking all wingers to show my talent, to dribble and take defenders on one-on-one. There are different things that he asked for of us, both offensively and defensively. I can't go into detail, but the most important thing here is that we're competitive, independent of the teams that we face. We need to try to win and go all out. Like I've been saying, Barcelona has always been my home. Sometimes you have to take a different road in order to get to the first team. I did that due to the different circumstances, but right now I think the most important thing is that I'm back here. I'm excited and ready to help the team. Adama Trari, new Barcelona number 11, speaking there. Let's end with some basketball. And in a very big, busy um, night or morning, depending on your time, it was there were great wins for the Utah Jazz, the LA Lakers, the Houston Rockets, and the OKC Thunder. The Thunder beat the Mavericks 114 to 120 to 114 in overtime. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the New York Knicks. The Celtics of Boston beat the Charlotte Hornets. And the Wizards of Washington, they beat the Philadelphia 76ers on just a single possession, 106 to 103 and that's our kickoff for this morning probably brought to you by Lechego my name is Nathan Carl there's more sports on citysportsonline.com we have more news for you in our subsequent bulletins catch the AFCON daily on City TV at midday and I will be there with the boys between 12 and 1pm do enjoy the rest of your day stay safe take care and please keep listening to the City Breakfast Show Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
731 on a city breakfast show. A few people celebrating their birthdays today. All right, just quick before that, a quick update on the traffic. So I think there are two reasons why people are facing traffic. I think the main one on the motorway, it was a petrol tanker that had fallen um, on its side. We understand that it was a petrol tanker that fell on the George Bush Highway around 4 a.m. this morning, 4.40 a.m. this morning. We are told it's finally been towed or being towed. So that was what led to the traffic. Now, some people are also saying that uh, there are people driving on the shoulders of the road. I think it's because of the traffic. The other possible reason why the traffic uh, was building up was the announcement the police made about road closure. So the Independence Avenue, let me read the statement for you this morning this is coming in it came in yesterday from the police temporary closure of roads ahead of the extraordinary summit of ecowat heads of state the Accra regional police command announces for the information of the general public that there will be a temporary closure of some principal roads in accra ahead of the extraordinary summit of ecowat heads of state on thursday february the third the following roads will be closed to motorists and opened immediately after the summit jubilee lounge kia to the liberation road at opebia because you need to help me here why, why, what road is that what is jubilee lounge i didn't know that was... that's kotoka international airport okay so airport to, to opebia, opebia. Ah. you mean the airport run about to so the airport mm. ra- run about so if i'm if i'm coming from if i'm coming from uh, the airport today where should i go <laughs> like I, I i land in ghana today from us so I, I need help. I don't know because Jubilee Lounge, KIA. I thought that was a lounge. Yeah. Yes, the lounge. That's where the big people will land. They say a VIP lounge. Yeah, lounge. that's the VIP. Yeah, so but what road is that? Jubilee Lounge to Liberation Road. Jubilee because Liberation Road is a back route there. I don't know. Because Liberation Road goes through that roundabout. That you know that roundabout that on your left takes you to Airport Shell. That takes you straight, and then there's yeah. an alternative road that makes right to Airport yeah. Police Station. Is that the road? Like because that. that road is closed, it means those using airport bypass too can't come. Yeah. So I don't okay. know. Then they say liberation road from airport traffic light through to Independence Avenue at the National Theatre traffic light. But that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we're basically talking 
airport to um, airport city traffic light to 37 to jubilee house to the overhead where stanchat is all the way to latter day saints senate bank to reach runabout mm. <laughs> but you can't close that route <laughs> I mean, they can say there's restricted usage, but you, you cannot. That's the that's the artery of the of Accra. Mm. If you cross it, everything is closed. It's like the spine. Anyway, then Kempinski Hotel to National Theatre. Gosh, Kempinski, where is Kempinski? Kempinski. You're asking where Kempinski is. So hold on, Kempinski <laughs> to National Theatre on Independence Avenue. Kempinski is near. You know Kempinski, right? Opposite yes. Children's Park. Yes. To National. Okay, that's a small road. But so one of the busiest routes in the country. Ah, this is confusing, you know. So, so this is basically what they are saying: the routes that will take the people from the airport to Kempinski and from Kempinski to National Theatre, that road is closed. Mm-hmm. All right. Motorists are requested to take note of these traffic arrangements and comply accordingly. But this is not a traffic arrangement. This is an announcement of a road blockage. An arrangement would then mean, oh, but use this road or pass. Yeah, but it's not actually the road is they tell you where to pass. Oh, GSP, please help me. No, they, no, they said motorists are requested to take note of these traffic arrangements mm. and comply accordingly. Uh, yes, when you are around the place, okay, tell you let me continue. Place. Meanwhile, the command has made adequate provision for motor traffic officers to mm. be detailed. Yes. Okay, advantage points mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. offer the needed assistance to motorists. Oh, yes. General public is encouraged to cooperate with the police to ensure effective traffic management. Could you have a question for you? Why is it that when I'm using Google mm. to drive, Google doesn't know that police has blocked the road? Um, because oh. we are not able to update it. Look, in certain areas, when <laughs> the road Google is should blocked, know that the road is blocked. Let me, let me, let me answer you. In certain areas... <laughs> no, 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 no. On a more serious note. But not wait. In certain areas, like in a lot of the advanced economies, mm. Google's update of traffic information, especially their maps and everything, it's regular. In Ghana, it's not as regular. That's number one. Number two, if we as a people really want to use an app that helps to give information mm-hmm. on traffic, mm-hmm. that's Waze. Waze? Yes, Waze, Waze is interactive. So whilst you drive, if you see a pothole, you can pin it on the on, on the road and tell other users that. So if I go Waze, on Waze this morning, we'll Waze know that they block Jubilee Lounge. If somebody is using Waze, right? Road. And it's, if somebody is using Waze, the person can update that on the map. So hold on, does Waze use Google Map? This is the history. Waze was developed by an Israeli company uh-huh. and was bought by Google for about 14 or so billion dollars. It's also a mapping technology. Uh-huh. Now, that technology they had enabled Google to also upgrade their mapping to the point where now Google traffic updates have become very reliable. So, you are saying Waze has real-time, real-time. traffic? So are you it's, sure? It's, let's, I'll just explain it as a social media platform for traffic. Do you know what? Please, if you are driving using Waze, let me know if they have told you that this road is blocked. And if they will tell you an alternative no, route. Tell them no. Like when yeah, but they should let you know. Wait, when I'm driving mm-hmm. and I see something, I post it on Facebook, right? Uh-huh. So I give people updates. Mm-hmm. When you're using Waze, mm-hmm. you can uh, post happenings on the road on Waze. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So fine. So, so it's like a crowd. It's like a crowdsourcing. Yes. But why didn't they do this at Pediasi? You see, because I thought Kwame Nkrumah built Pediasi because of this. In fact, do you know that the, the, the Nigerian Civil War? They had a meeting in Pediasi to solve it. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Yeah. And that time, the Ebri road was just one road. If they go to Pediasi, on Bechadodo. No, 
no, Pedias is clean. Like they basically they to do it from airport straight road to Aimensa. Pedias is high up the hill. They haven't go with helicopters. You know, like they come to the airport, get on a helicopter. Pedias has a helipad. Gives you the logistical nightmare. Charlie, quick. And then they do Pedias quick. And the, and the inconvenience. Of yeah, could you? Bra- so somebody is, exp- is telling you the Jubilee Lounge to the Liberation Road is the road from Avianz Cargo through Stambic Heights oh. to the Opebia traffic. You are right. Could you? You are right. So you are right. It won't affect the road in front of airport mm-hmm. shell. So this one is a road through Avianz Cargo. So it's a... It's on the back. Yeah, it's a VIP route. Yeah. So they'll just... Wait, but why did they say they'll block airport traffic lights then? If they'll join us... If they'll join us... <laughs> let's call the police. Charlie, I think of... Yeah, let's call the police. <laughs> Let me do my best deal. Hold on. If they join at Stambik, why are they blocking the other one? Anyway, next this is just free commentary. Maybe next time if you think of it, you have a lot. I'm looking at the airport area. No, but before that, we go. Do, do, do we have a state helicopter? I'm just asking. Oh, you. We, 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 so if they wanted to do it, I'd just would have done. Stop giving them ideas. We do. No, have, no, no, I'm just saying. Go for it. Even from a logistics point of view, them think about think about this. I don't know a lot about security. We do have a. State you are bringing helicopter. 15 years of state to Ghana. The Air Force has. Give me give me two seconds. You are bringing 15 years of state to Ghana. In a time where there's a lot of concern about security, when they land at the airport. Wouldn't it be safer to put them on a helicopter straight to Pediasi? All of them. They're only 15. <coughs> and that's a lot of heads of states. Ah, but how many helicopters do you but need? They're not no. But they're not landing. No, you don't, get, you don't get what I'm saying. That's a lot of heads of states yeah. to put in one place no, to move at the same no, time. No, you're not getting me. If you have five helicopters, yes. You, a, 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 a airport to Pediasi will take you like... You're assuming minutes. they all arrive at the same time. You are no, not trying no, to understand. What Bernard is saying no, I, is you don't get the point. I'm also Okay, it's okay. You, you are not. You are not trying to help me to. If, I'm, if I'm we had that. helicopters, we could take them. You see, you, you, let me explain what I'm saying. I'm saying that uh, Accra is choked from a security perspective. Later, listen to from a security perspective, right? Isn't it more? Isn't it? Isn't it more? Isn't it more of a risk mm-hmm. to bring a state into the middle of a city? than to the outskirts of same so like they have camp david yeah so i'm thinking that if you want to be safer you can mm. go to the outskirts because that one security so if i'm a security person monitoring a conference yeah. if they are outside but in the middle of town it's too packed i agree with you I, yes, I, so I maybe I, I don't know the state of pedriasi but i'm just saying i get parts of what you're saying okay mm. but the other parts that i don't that i feel we sh- you should also consider mm. Is if we are all heading towards Pedrasi, I'm not disagreeing with you on the Pedrasi. I'm mm. just saying, like you're, the the point you were making about putting all of them on one helicopter. No, he didn't say that. No, no, he said, that's what he said. No, I've changed it. I said that they should go via helicopter. It doesn't have to be one. Helicopter can take two people. Because I mean, they, they, they land. I mean, helicopter when, flies there. When journalists, when journalists were no going problem. to Apiate, no I'll problem. give you an example. When no when problem. the Apiate thing happened, Minister of Interior, Minister for Lands, Minister for Information, Vice and President. Journalist. They went via helicopter. Yes. Yeah. They went straight because if you want to drive to Apiate, you won't get there you now. Get there, yes. The you military know. has helicopters for that. Uh-huh. So my maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just free advice. They maybe do next have time I don't know. You see, because the police forget, also don't forget that traffic is also a security issue. Yes. All right. Now, if you don't even have alternative routes in a city like Accra, mm. right? I, I I think that Accra is not a well thought through security. Um, from a security point of view, Accra is not that great. Do you understand? Because they are just basically three entries. 
I'll leave them to it. Do you understand? So maybe next time they should think about it. I but don't I'm know. trying Let to read about the Ghana day. Air Force and oh, information popping up. Popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ghana Air Force has 24 aircraft in service, mm-hmm. including four trainer light attack jets and nine helicopters. Right. Mm-hmm. The Ghana Police Service I know also has helicopters. Mm-hmm. And so, if they are all in service and we deploy these, strate- we deploy them strategically, mm. they should be able to move the heads of state to Pediasi. Mm-hmm. They finish their stuff, they are flown back to the airport, they get on their jets, Street. away. Business but within the saying, city. The consideration, you see, the point I'm also making, the small point I'm making is the considerations for a head of state mm-hmm. are not that simple. Mm-hmm. His security people ask you what kind of helicopter it is. Mm-hmm what security features it comes with mm-hmm. you you will not move the head of state of nigeria on a helicopter just because you feel you want to move him by helicopter god being so good our ghana armed forces including navy and air force and our ghana police service they are about the best in the sub-region you don't get the point i'm, I'm, I'm coming you 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 are, you are saying a, a, a head of state somewhere and a security detail would, would want us to give them the best and I am, I am saying based on some of the things I know, that our armed forces, compared to the others, they are a very good place, and they can handle. And some you know that even in Nigeria, the head of state uses a helicopter sometimes for these short hops. Yes. So maybe it's just an but idea. If Look, our president uses the helicopter. Guys, why we, are, not we, are, we are just we are all speculating at this point. We are just saying that they should think about that too. All right, so uh, my brother, relax. <laughs> Just relax. No, just just take it easy for me. <laughs> I wanted to just update traffic. So please, if you are using Waze, or is it Wave or what? Waze. If you are using Waze, W-A-Z-E. please send me a voice note on if it's working and whether they actually um, integrated I this think latest that information. In the interest of our, our general sanity, we should encourage Ghanaians to use a lot of Waze. When you are going somewhere and there is even a police checkpoint you can update it if you are going somewhere there is an accident you can update it or if you are going somewhere somebody has built a wall in the middle of the road because the land belongs it. to his father the you other interesting it. thing about ways i like is that you need you, you see our neighbors because google doesn't update our maps on the regular sometimes there are roads and paths that have not been updated on so the you map. can update that yourself so google directs you somewhere but ways can help you create a path mm. and update on the map and also if you're on the motorway and the traffic has improved let me know because this morning around six 20. I got a lot of people saying there was so much traffic. So if the traffic has improved, please let me know. So the other people who are about to about to um, embark on their journey will know. Benade, please listen to what Godfrey is saying. Why? Godfrey <laughs> can Happy birthday to Ah, we are there. Messi. Okpara of UBA Ghana head office coming from Lois Agbakbe and the entire marketing team of CBO. Message let nothing stop you, go all the way. And to Bibiniba Asian of UCC, may the Lord enlarge your coast. Please wish my daughter Ethel Erabna Efautri a happy birthday. She turns 13 today. May God's grace and favor never depart from her. From uh, Marcia, Kelvin, Jehoshaphat, and Mekadesh. More messages coming in. Happy birthday to George. Okay, I think I read this already. Okay. But it's from a different person, actually. So, George Agbakwe, this is coming from um, your wife. 
Alright, says, Dear, you are a blessing. I am always thankful for you. Never in a million years would I have gotten somebody like you. Whenever I feel down, you're always there. On this day, I pray for God's blessings for you. From the girls Ella and Elsa Karis and your wife Nelly Azalete. We love you so much. Let me send birthday wishes to Iris Asasi. Okay. Before you became Mrs. Asasi, you were Iris Afo. All right. I've known Iris since I was five years old. All right. Yes. And today is Iris's birthday. So, Iris, have mm. a fantastic birthday. Mm. I'm sure the main man has plans along with the kids. But wherever you are, much, much love. I love you too much, Iris. So, enjoy this one. Enjoy also, the happy, day. Yes. Uh, happy birthday wishes to Isaac Asempa, mm. Professor Enoch Kofiwalanyo Wallace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, today's your birthday. Mm. Uh, have a great one. And a belated happy birthday to Nick Danso, CEO of Ghana Links Network Services. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish you the very best of all that life could give you from Mr. John Mante, mm-hmm. CEO of Cosmopolitan Logistics and Chairman of GIF. No, from a veritable big man <laughs> to another big man. You know, this is CEO to CEO. Yeah, CEO to CEO. Yeah. Yes, John uh, Mante to Nick Danso. Yes. Uh, and also going out to Free Fiaggio. Today is your birthday. Happy birthday to you. To George Sapon. Mm-hmm. Today is your birthday as well. Happy birthday to you. To Chechiku, the musician. Mm. Building technology stand musician. Is it? Uh, happy birthday to you as well. And to... You're not the only one who ran away from BT. Mami Poma of GIPC. Okay. Uh, today is your birthday from the whole family to you. Have an awesome day as well. I have a few more to do. From Sesinam to Homse Kwame Tokbu. Of CBG and Global Evangelical Church, Hope Chapel. I want you to know you're the best thing that have happened to me. Aside Christ, looking forward to more glorious years ahead. Love you so much. Thank you for coming into my life. Today is also my... Uh, this is also coming from your sister, uh, Wendy. Age gracefully, Homse. And to Anibia Akufu from Asa Ohenewa and Kwesi Akufu, all of Ashoman Estates. And to Efua Nsunyamiye Kokoroko, my wife. May she continue to be the pillar that holds our family together. We thank God for your life from Daniel Jijo, Mawena Eram, and Jibodi Kokoroko. And a special birthday to uh, Auntie Christy, Dr. Christina Mwakunyama. This is coming from your. Your odd dear boys. So then I please give our mother an dear Rablo shout out. <laughs> dear Rablo shout out. Coming from Kojo, aka Abaya, to Madame Doctor Christina Mwakunyama. Happy birthday, Auntie Christy. God bless you. Don't forget all the comments are brought to you by Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk. Takes you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk. A great compliment to tea, coffee, Tom Brown, Equigbemi, Oats, Mash Kinky. Jazz up your nightcap with the creamy taste of Creamy Plus. Available in all gold shops, shell shops, Bachelor Total, and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. Well, happy birthday to my son Ahmed Benjima. He, I'm Ahmed Dawat, my firstborn, my might, and the beginning uh, of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. Ahmed, it is well from Papa 
Benedict Kwesijima. You are 13 years old today. That's the message from your dad to you. Meanwhile, APSA Corporate and Investment Banking has the experience, expertise, and reach to ensure that together you can put your business at the forefront of the financial world positively, impact the communities in which you operate, and empower your global vision. Speak to the bank with the bravery to imagine and will to get things done today. That's Africana City. That's APSA. Visit apsa.com.ga. And Bernard, I want to send out one more birthday request to Dr. Dr. Mrs. Nana Konama Kote. Mm. From your husband, from your daughter, from the whole squad. To you, Dr. Dr. Mrs. Nana Konama Kote. Happy birthday to you. Alright, so this story is unbelievable. Which a one? private developer has blocked a portion of an asphalted road. And you should <laughs> see you should see the, the story. The road is well well asphalted. Yeah, right? proper road. I saw it on city. Now the road connects the Ashanti Regional Urban Roads Department. Can you imagine? Urban Roads Department and the Ashanti Regional <laughs> Coordinating Council. And um, because the owner is claiming ownership to the set piece of land, road users have had to use an alternative route. And uh, they want the matter to be looked into carefully. Our Ashanti Bureau Chief Eduardo Pomarfo has been following the story. For the past few days, regular users of this stretch are unable to use it because a developer has blocked part of it, claiming that it belongs to him. Some drivers in the area who are worried about the development have been speaking to City News. You have to do something about it. Me, I don't understand why the so-called regional ministers, coordinating directors and others, they all are here. They have to do something about it. As for me, dear, I can't do anything. Also, I'm just a mere driver. I don't know anything about the land. Either it's for somebody or it's for the government. I don't know anything about it. But what do you think should have been done? They, 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 should, they should contact the owner of the land and solve the problem. Either they are going to spread the, this thing. The war or I don't know. I don't know what to say. The law, the, the, the law will take its course. The law will take its course. I don't know. What to say again? A former deputy Ashanti regional minister, Joseph Yamin, who is surprised over the development wants the special prosecutor to look into the matter since he insists that, per his knowledge, the said area is a government land. It's, it's one of the, the best routes you can find in the, in the region. The thickness of the road alone should tell you how much was sunk into this. And we just make it go waste. This is almost uh, more than a 200 kilometer of asphalted road just cut short because a private individual is developing a government land. In the first place, the land was sold to an individual. Government lands are not supposed to be sold out. They are sold. The person decides to build and decides to block. He needs a permit to do this. 
as you can see it's just left with the the main gate for the whole uh, fencing of the of the of the land to be completed it means that he has all the authority to do this and the minister is just sitting here the road department is just here and nothing has been uh, said about it we are wasting this is a serious financial loss issue that i think that the special prosecutor should be looking into this because the point is monies were approved for the construction of this road if somebody didn't do his or her work well to get this road passed through a private individual's uh, uh, land then that person has caused a serious financial loss to the state whoever sold this land to the private developer also have some questions to answer whoever gave the authority for the construction to even take off also has some questions to answer following the concerns that have been raised the ashanti regional minister samuel semensa has been reacting to the issue uh, a report was made to me i actually called the regional lands officer he brought the lee out that place wasn't a route so the road was constructed by default. So I had, I had no authority over the land because if I decide to stop the developer, uh, it will lead to judgment against the government. But the truth is that per the layout that we have, that place is not the road. For City News, I'm Edward upon Marfo, Kumase. So this is, you know, you can't make this up. And I, I, if you want to see the story, go on CityTube, you see the story there. Yeah. It's a nice road. Very nice road. Done. Could you watch this area first and foremost? I don't know this place. So so that is the RCC area. The Regional yes. Coordinating Council in Shireso. So from Golden Tulip, mm -hmm. you take that straight drive into the Regional Coordinating Council. That's one. Mm -hmm. You know plus two, right? The fufu when we went to eat the fufu at uh -huh. when we went for heritage caravan. Uh, now you are telling him properly. Uh -huh. So the plus two state experimental. That so there is a back route that. So this is a push. It is like ridge. It's it's like ridge. Yeah, like it's so it's, it's, like it's, it's yes, it's Akumasi ridge. Yes, so ridge. So, yeah. ridge. Yes. <laughs> so it's, a, it's an expensive, ridge. nice leafy. Yes. So yeah. the so when was the road road built? I I don't know when exactly the road was built, um, but a lot of the key. Um, regional offices are there there is an electoral commission within that rcc enclave there's a cocoa board guest house within that enclave wow. there are a lot of the nice guest houses and nice places you go also within that particular enclave and, and the urban roads office is also uh, within that enclave so what are you picking from there is it which was done first the the road was built on the person's land yes um, or through what, the person's what, land what we are picking which the regional minister has confirmed is that the land belongs to someone and then we constructed a road through the land out of convenience and usually there will be a plan for the area yes was there was there was that area for supposed to be for a road or for somebody's house the original minister said that the lands commission brought the documentation and there is no road that uh, uh, that place is not earmarked for a road Wow. And yet they built the road. And yet the road was built. So this is an interesting case where you have road which serves a public good and land which is somebody's private property. And the authorities build 
a road for public good through somebody's private land. Mm -hmm. So you, you can define public good in a different as way. As a road is what everybody uses. Because the main road is there. This is another road which has been constructed to link basically to the urban roads department. Oh, so it's not as if it's, it's, so it's not it's not a main road. No, 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 no. The, the so they wanted like a shortcut to their place. Yes. And they went to do it on somebody's land. Yes, basically. And the guy to say he will build a wall to show the land is for him. Yes. But well, he's developing the land, so if you watch the video and, that's, wow. and that area this is crazy. over the past five, six, seven, eight years I've seen a lot of development. A lot of townhouses have come up there. So the rich mm. condos, nice, nice townhouses. Because it was just the green, beautiful, but um, so it's an know. urban route, Kumasi urban roads that build the road. Yes. How far back do we know? That's I we don't know. But landowner says We've, we've built well when we come road, back from yes, it we'll we've call built a road on this land and it needs the land for development because look that that area is a hot cake if you're a, if you're a law student listening this will come in the exams so, <laughs> so I, I mean if i were a lecturer i'll put this in, because honestly it has everything right so we can ask we can create as a proper case study to think about development we know that kojo is saying it's a high uh, end area Lands are expensive there, so obviously the owner is somebody who knows his right. Mm. Number two, it's quite it's close to important state institutions, yes. so regional coordinating council where all the people who run the region work, including the minister. Good. So when the road was being built, did they ask who whether this is actually a road? Just and which failure led to this? Did, did, what, did they do what the minister did to confirm? The minister that, said he wanted to look at the plan. There's no road. But that's my point. So if you are building a road. Obviously, somebody should check and see whether this road is passing to the right place. And who owns it? Uh -huh. <laughs> and then number three, at what point did the owner tell them that this is my land? Did they listen? And even though they didn't listen, is the remedy the war? Or can he say that the people who build the road should give him another land? This is this one is a good exam question. <laughs> so <laughs> I really don't know. We'll come back and see. We'll go to Kumasi and talk to, to people who live there. Though if you're listening to me from Kumasi and have any background to this, let me know. We'll speak to our correspondent shortly. But let's get into. Maybe we should call Mr. Tikwe. Is he the owner? Tikwe used to be Urban Road's director, and I think it was it was when he was in office that, that the this road happened. Was built. So they will know. Yeah. All right. So uh, tech and social media trends is next. Brought to you by Vodafone. So Daniel Cranting is joining us for Tech and Social Media Trends. Daniel, good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Um, the finance minister is trending uh, alongside his name, Ken mm. uh, Yesterday, well, there was a town hall meeting. Mm. Um, topic was e-levy. The mm -hmm. um, finance minister says uh, it will make the government more accountable um, and aid in the protection of public interest. He says, because once we pay taxes, we have the moral right and authority to demand particular actions from politicians. Mm. Um, I didn't know we were not paying taxes before. <laughs> Charlie, just give us a trend and move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Charlie, serious matter. It's serious. It's serious. <laughs> Charlie. Um, Despite our 60 is also trending. Mm. Uh, yeah, yesterday was... Uh, Media mogul and businessman, Dr. Kwame Despite, his 60th birthday. Um, it was big. Um, <laughs> earlier in the day. Uh, I saw some people wearing white on a plane. Where were they going? He's a Legon Fitness executive. But just says he wants to check with you which club do you belong to? 
Who are your friends? <laughs> who are your friends? <laughs> why, why is he asking that question? Because he has a list for you. They flew the entire East Legon Executive Fitness Club to Kumasi for the party. To Yamwasi. Not Kumasi. They oh, went okay. to Yamwasi. Hometown. As a team. Yes. To celebrate the birthday. Yes. And they came back. Yes. Seriously. Yeah, but it's good. Yes. His end is money. Oh, yes. Stop it the it way was it was. a very party. It was a very bash. Yeah, Biso. <laughs> when, you, when you get your money, this is how you use it. Oh, yes. Yeah, Happy my, birthday to him. I he's, will form my own club For too. me, I think he's done a wonderful job for media in terms of the, the, the radio landscape, the business model, the power of radio, TV, Charlie. He's a genius. Honestly, the guy is amazing. I've never met him. I've never spoken to him. But when I look at what he's doing, Charlie, respect. <laughs> respect, big, respect, big, massive respect, respect. Um, Ask Muntari is also trending. Yeah. Uh, we mm. all know Sule Muntari has joined Accra Hatu Folk. Yesterday, Hatu Folk had a question and answer time mm-hmm. um, with their new sign. Sule Ali Muntari, the legendary Yama, Sule Ali Muntari. Yama, Yama. Um, so that's trending on Twitter. Captain Smart is also in the trends. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a popular host of Munia TV's morning show. Um, he's been detained at the National Security Office, oh, uh, even after the court granted him bail, after he had pleaded guilty, or not guilty, sorry, mm. um, to two counts of, uh, of two counts of charges to extortion and abetment to extortion. So mm. he's still the National Security. And mm. um, also in the trends is a uh, team Senegal. They are mm. trending alongside Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. Uh, yesterday, Senegal made a back-to-back AFCON finals. Yeah, Sadio Mane was on fire. Charlie, Burkina Faso Charlie, 3-1. Charlie, 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 face Charlie, Charlie. The winner of uh, tonight's game mm. is between uh, the host nation Cameroon mm. and then um, Egypt. So that is also another big, 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 big story. Big game, Charlie. Um, Who are you tipping? Hmm. I, I I think I think Cameroon win, but I want I want to see a Mani versus Salah final. I'm just like you. I want Came- Egypt to win, but I have this sneaky feeling Cameroon will go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Because I really want Salah to win the world best. And I think if he wins the AFCON, all the excuses they will not have any Yeah. Excuses. I mean we all know right now Charlie Salah is on fire. If he gets to the final and he wins, you know, that's it. Ballon d'Or Street. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, I'm really hopefully. praying for that. So that's the main issue there. No, let me just give you one story. That's mm-hmm. a big story, actually. So, um, social media giant Facebook has seen this daily active users drop for the first time in 18 years. Huh? Yeah. So Facebook, Facebook has seen what? It's daily active users drop for the first time in 18 years. Mm. And they are also warning of slowing revenue growth in the face of competition from rivals like TikTok and YouTube. And advertisers are also cutting spending. So, so the two rivals of Facebook are YouTube and TikTok. Yeah. YouTube is owned by Google. Yeah. Who owns TikTok? TikTok is Dance Byte. So it's a three-way fight now. Yeah. Well, they are losing out now. Well, let's and, see that. You, know, you know the funny thing with with more bandwidth, YouTube will gain more yeah. because I think YouTube is more bandwidth issues. If you get more uh, data. Well, and basically also we have a bit of protectionism going on. So for instance. Mark Zuckerberg said this firm's sales uh, growth had been hit as audiences, especially young ones, are leaving for rivals. Now, it has and rivals been, at YouTube and TikTok. And they have also ramped up the pressure by making privacy changes. For, for instance, Apple have made privacy changes on mm. their operating system. So it has made it harder for brands to target and measure the advertising on Facebook and Instagram. You well, they have a lot of money. Mm. So if you use it to think about their problems.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Independent, we at EDF Investments Limited can help you start an investment plan for your future peace of mind. Don't leave your future to chance because it go be is not a plan. Think smart, invest now. Visit any Eco Bank branch and start investing with EDC today. Or log on to www.ecobank.com forward slash swam or SWAM. You may also call 0302-634-165 or send WhatsApp to 059-523-5065 to get started. EDC is a member of Ecobank Group. EDC Financial Independence is possible. Central University Ghana's leading private Christian university invites applications for the 2021-22 academic year. Apply now for any of our 41 degrees in social work, engineering, education, 
design architecture business admin computer science information technology theology economics and mba and mphil courses are available on our christ temple campus at abosokai at miocho in dawenya and in kumasi you may call 059-408-1658 or 0302-396-189 or visit central.edu.gh for more information. Central University, Christian University, strong in applied sciences, strong in humanities. If we made a list of things, 100 CDs, can buy i bet you television motorbikes and smartphones wouldn't make the cut but what if i told you that at shell you can get all these and more for just 100 cds in the yen Kwan promo well buy fuel with 100 cds or more qualify to win free fuel tv sets motorbikes mobile phones airtime and extra loyalty points to redeem any gift of your choice now there are over 80,000 gift items up for grabs and the best part is you get to win instantly. Visit Initial Station now. Win in the Yen Konkwa promo. On from now till 31st March. Terms and conditions apply. And as part of Farm Milk Ghana's commitment to constantly providing high quality and to keep products affordable, we've slightly adjusted upwards prices for key products. Big size Fan Yogo Strawberry 145 ml, Fan Choco Fan Ice, Fan Dango 170, all move from 1.5 or all move to 1.5 from 1.2. We've also introduced the Fun Eyes 180ml at two CDs. Check our social media pages and distribution points for more information on our new prices. Milk is the heritage Ghanaian brand. Call 0204-312-932 for more information. Alright, I really want to get to the bottom of this Kumasi story. And uh, hopefully I'll get some more information on it. Trying to find out where, who, who, which error led to this. And whether building of the wall is the solution. But honestly speaking, if, if it turns out that the land belongs to the man and that the wall was built without due checks, the road was built without due checks, then those who built the road have caused the problem. Oh, but the original minister mm. who is... The regional security council chairman, uh-huh. who is the president's representative in the region, he says, says that he called the lands commission, mm-hmm. and they brought the documents, and the guy owns the land, and the guy owns the land, and Let, that's per the design there is no road. Let's talk to, could, uh, Edward Pomafu. Edward Pomafu is our middle belt bureau chief. He's been following the story. Edward, thank you for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Benan. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So, a fully asphalted road, and then there's a wall blocking it. Is that what it is? Yes, it's exactly that way. Um, that stretch, um, it actually used to serve as an alternative route. Um, there are main stretches that lead to the various offices, the institutions, and other residential areas there. But since that construction was done, it has actually served as a way of just easing the traffic and people use it as a shortcut too. And it is just right in front of the urban, urban roads department, the regional urban roads department's um, office. So do you know when this road was built? Unfortunately, the regional urban roads director has not been able to 
really tell when exactly. Um, I spoke to him, uh, Mr. Gambra, and he tells me that, well, he is trying to go through a document he'll check from the Metro Department to find out that road. But what he's stressing is that that specific road has been there for a very long time. And uh, it's not as if there was a road construction that was done recently, and then the uh, developer just noticed it. He's saying that it's been there for a number of years, and that even when it was done, he was even in school at the time. And so it's not a new project that a developer should come in just within some few days to, as you know, just recent weeks, the person will come in to say that they want to uh, uh, block that session. But has the developer been talking to the media about this? In fact, no. And even yesterday, uh, just after we started working on the story, uh, there was this some kind of personal security arrangement in prison, so people were not even allowed to get to the place at the point because there were some people who are, have now been stationed there um, who are armed at the moment. So they are not um, just. Uh, they are not even allowing people. So they are not even allowing you to to gain access to the place to ask questions. Yes, and even now, if someone wants to go there, uh, there are people there who so won't allow the media again. Or for us, we had taken our shots already, but just a few uh, minutes after that, uh, people came there to uh, man the place, and they are fully armed. Just after we're leaving, we saw them there, and um, they, they are still there. But do, do we know? Do we know who is laying laying claim over the land? For now, with our checks, we have not been able, but what we understand is that a person uh, is influential. That's what uh, people around have been telling us, a person is influential, but we have not been able to lay claim, as we have not been able to point to a specific person and just uh, laying claim to their land. Wow. So, what is the regional minister saying? Are they going to do an investigation? Will they break down the wall? Or will the matter end up in court? What indication are you getting from the regional authorities? For the regional minister, it appears they are not going to do anything about it. Even earlier, when we heard about it, I went to the regional coordinating council. Um, I spoke with the PRO and he indicated that that issue has been sorted. And um, this, per what they know, it is not um, the land that belongs to the regional coordinating council. And when we spoke to the regional minister, he also stressed on that point and from what he is saying, uh, it, it appears that whatever checks that he's supposed to do, he has done all those checks, and so uh, he's not going to take any other um, kind of action on it. What initially happened was it was just like a tussle between the some of the workers of the urban roads department and the the people working on their project. Um, from our sources within the urban roads. Um, initially, once they put up the wall, people from the urban roads would pull it down, and then the next day, the people would just erect it, and then the urban roads people would also pull it down. So it got to a point where the communication was made to urban roads, where they were directed to stop pulling it down. Um, so since that time, the, the structure has been there. So for the past few days, it's been there, and people have resorted to using the other adjoining routes and so from address from state experimental through to the uh, airport roads department there was just an easy stretch that you could have used but there's another adjoining route so now people are resorting to uh, that one
This is very interesting indeed. I noticed the drivers you were speaking to were quite surprised. So is it that they woke up one morning and realized that there was a wall there? So the wall came up in a day or what? Because if somebody's building a wall, at least it will take you a few days to see that. Because it, did the drivers sound surprised that the wall emerged or they knew all along that somebody was building a wall there? All of us were surprised. We were even going to the Urban Road office. And what we were trying to use, that's a stretch we always use. So we're going to have an interview with the Urban Road director. And then we realized that the main site has been blocked. And so the entrance we used, now where we used to get, uh, where we used to even get inside the place, that side is supposed to be a gate, just that the gate is already. So we just got there, realized that there's no other end and it has been blocked completely. And that's what happened to most people. Is the drivers that I spoke to were saying that they were also trying to just find a short route. They got there and they were surprised. Okay, finally, what kind of area is this? I'm told it's Dakwejom. For those who don't know Kumasi, is it like some posh area? And what type of property owners do we have there? Yes, yeah, so this area is just around Denyame, but just Denyame in between Dakojom and the Ridge area. So uh, it is basically closer to the Regional Coordinating Council. And with the Regional Coordinating Council, there are a number of offices. You look at the uh, Electoral Commission office, the Food and Drugs Authority office, you have the NADMO offices. All these ones are within the place. And aside that, there are other institutions like the Urban Roads uh, Department, where the office is just around the area. There are schools around um, that are also closer to the place. So, uh, and there are a number of residential areas too. And so, this used to be some kind of route that it makes it easy for all these people who want they want to use some shortcuts and all that. All right. Just on a different note, there was another story from Kumasi that uh, residential properties at Ebuakwa, were destroyed after a dynamite explosion yesterday. What do you know about it? I think it was Fatih who gave the report on, on City yeah. News. What was what, the, the latest on this? And, and so, uh, on Monday morning, we had a call from some of the residents in the area. And according to them, that the, around midnight, they, they heard a very, a very loud um, sound. And so when they heard the sound, their buildings began to shake. And then within a short period, they experienced a total blackout within their area. So they couldn't see anything. And now within that period, um, they, some of them started uh, seeing stones inside their rooms. So they got out and they later realized that um, a resident in the area who um, is reported to be a queen mother, um, there's a... A, a huge rock around uh, the entrance of her house. And so she was attempting to blast it using some explosives. And so she decided to do it around midnight. And in her attempt to do that, uh, it created uh, that kind of um, incident. And so it affected the, the transformer. And we understand what the NADMO officials have been telling us is that uh, a transformer caught fire, and even because of that, it affected electrical appliances in some rooms. There's a woman that we spoke to, um, according to her, her fridge also caught fire in the process, and her TV set has also broken down. And there are other people who have similar experiences that they have been sharing with us. All right. 
Thank you. Keep an eye on those stories. We'll talk to you in subsequent bulletins. That was a lot of poor mouthful. <laughs> this is incredible. Wow. Yeah, this is amazing. I would like to know how this said queen mother or this said person got access to dynamite. Good, good question. Yes. <laughs> and to do the blast at midnight. Yes. How is it that the, this person is the person is not a mining? This not a mining area or something. How do you have access to explosives? A regular citizen like all of us, you have access to explosives. To even try this at midnight. Charlie, just two weeks after. Yes. Uh, what happened at uh, Apiate? Mr. Avlin. Yes. I, I have some new information on the on the road thing. The road. Okay. Yes. So Google Earth <laughs> Pro. Mm-hmm. Right. When you use that software, mm-hmm. you can track back into into the past okay. and see past um, 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 satellite images. Mm-hmm. Now I've gone all the way back to 20, 2004. Good. You see, two thousand and four. Mm. Now this road here mm. is the new road under contention. Okay. This thing here is the main road. Was so this is the main road. So there's a road that can connect people to that place. Mm-hmm. So so this is the main road. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm oh I'm so sad. This is not TV. Mm-hmm. This one it's wasn't there been, as yeah. of two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. Even this one was not a fully developed road. Okay. Okay. And if you look at the way the lands are here, mm-hmm. they've been demarcated nicely mm-hmm. according to the satellite image. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So. This is what satellite, the Google satellite. So two, as of 2004. As of 2004. I'm just coming forward a bit to see when the road. So let me come to say 2008 and see whether it will render fast for us to see. In fact, as of 2011, this new road wasn't there. Still? Yes. So this is 2011. As of 2011, this new road wasn't there. Um, what year is this now? This is 2015-ish. Now you are seeing... It appearing on the map as a road. You see, 2012, it was still a forest, right? Mm-hmm. There are trees all over. And then you come forward to 2014, um, you see some development, some something like a path mm-hmm. developing. Then you get to 2015, you see 2015, 2016, mm. you see action. So, yes, the just... regional minister really needs to get the land documents, historical documents they should go through mm. and get to the bottom of this. If indeed a public official used public money mm. to construct a road where it must not be, mm-hmm. then it's definitely somebody causing financial loss to the state. Because if you want somebody's land and in the interest of the public good, the state needs it, processes are used to, to acquire that, that land properly. and to compensate the you, person. You don't property. force yourself and build yes. a road. And but, but, but from what the map information is showing me... Mm. Uh, this but we also don't know. So I think we need more information from the region. You're right. The RCC must give us more insight into what actually led to this. Now, the other thing that I'm interested in this morning is a story the Chronicle has done. And, and I really want to commend them because we've been reporting stories. For example, if you take the Ghanaian Times, give the Ghanaian Times, they just reported straight yes, the, the Pram Pram killing. But what the Chronicles John Bediakum has done is to give us background. So, so could you let Nathan read the Ghanaian Times story for me first? Then I will go to the Chronicle for their angle. Then I'll speak to the police about this. It's a very serious issue. Um, Ghanaian Times reports of the killing of a 77-year-old yeah. man. Okay. 
Um, story says um, a 77-year-old man, Daniel Akwete Awule, mm. was shot dead on Wednesday dawn at his residence in Miocho, mm. in the Ningo Pram Pram district of the Greater Accra region. When police went to the scene of the of the incident, they found the main door to his two-bedroom house broken into, and the deceased with gunshot wounds in his chest and thigh. Mm. The PRO of the Tema Regional Police Command Chief Inspector Stella Dede Jakbasu told the Ghanaian Times on Wednesday that the police had begun investigations into the incident. She said the body had been deposited at the Tema General Hospital morgue for autopsy. Chief Inspector Jakbasu said the Pram Pram uh, District Police Patrol Team received info from two men that their father had been shot and killed at his residence in Miocho. She said when the police accompanied the men to the house, there the police found that the main door of the two-bedroom house had been broken into with a block. Mm. Now, Chief Inspector Jack Pass, said, personnel of the homicide unit, CID um, headquarters and, and regional CID Tema had visited the scene and she appealed to members of the public who may have any info leading to the death of Mr. Awule to contact the nearest police station for action. So that's the story simplicity. When we come back, the, another newspaper has done more of a background into similar types of incidents within the same area over the past few years and it's leading to a trend which is getting quite worrying we'll speak to the police about that but it's 8 30 let's bring you your money let the cow salary advance help you meet your urgent financial request without having to go begging for help from your network with our short-term loan offering you can request up to 80 percent of your next salary today visit any of our branches or call us on 0800 Chat with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and WhatsApp. You can also contact us via email at customercare at carbank.net. Carbank forward together. Thursday financial tip from mm-hmm. Nathan. Well, today we are talking appliances. Mm. And the tip is check if you can repair your appliance before you buy a new one. You know, sometimes mm. our appliances can break down. And you know, the first thing we think of, oh, I need to buy a new one. Have a look at that appliance again. Let an expert have a look at it. Maybe it's just a component that's gone or that's become defective. And once that component can be replaced, you can go back to using um, your device. So when you have a broken down device, please check. Don't be in a hurry to spend thousands and thousands on a new gadget when perhaps it could be repaired for way, 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 way below that price. And then you can save some money. That was your money. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. How can you be sitting there telling me that you care, that you care, when every time I look around, the people suffer in the suffering in every way. Survivors, yes, the black survivors. I tell you what, 
So the story that Nathan read in the Ghanaian Times has a more detailed rendition in the Chronicle. It's a story by John Bediak, which says, An emerging uh, underground hit squad <laughs> believed to be responsible for contract killings in and around Pram Pram have struck again, confirming his hold on the ground. This is a very serious claim to make, but the background they give is that in the LRS of yesterday, February the 2nd, unknown gunman shot and killed 77-year-old Daniel Akwete Awule at his home, Mutual between Dawenya and Pram Pram of the Tamaplau Transcontinental Highway. The deceased, the head of Numo Awulikwa family, was to appear in the appeals court in Accra in the morning of Wednesday in the case involving another family before his tragic death. Now, information the chronicle has obtained from police in Tema indicates that the assailants used a six inch block to break the door, gain access to the room, and shot him several times. There have not been any arrests so far, according to police. This is the latest. Now, this is where my emphasis is. In a series of murders that have occurred in the Pram Pram area. Now, the background. October 26, 2021. Head of the Clay Chukunya family of Pram Pram, Aye Otusekrum, was murdered at the Lalue Shrine by unknown gunmen. Then it says on January 1, 2007, I don't know it's 2007 or 2017, because okay. that seems a bit far back. Numu Namensa, head of the Osuwem family, was shot and killed in his room a few days before he was to testify in court in a land dispute. Nene Achure Benta, the man of Pram Pram, was assassinated December 13, 2018, mm. between Afenia and Pram Apollonia. I remember that story. Yes, where he was returning from a meeting at the Great Accra Regional House of Chiefs Dodoa. A month later, Josephine Asante, Marketing and Public Affairs Manager of Ghana Ports and Abbas Authority in Tema, was murdered in an MF's Hillview Estate near Afenia, October 26, 2021. Um, we also told that Nene Aye head of the Clay Chokunya family, was eliminated at the traditional Lalu deity shrine by unknown gunmen. During the Christmas holidays, December 27, 2021, Wan Kwame, also from Nyocho, was shot dead when he visited a parcel of land in the vicinity while police on the same day discovered the body of an unidentified male adult in a pool of blood filled with gravel pit, also in the enclave. He was suspected to have been murdered and dragged into the pit. And then he says, this area, the Dambi speaking area of Pram Pram, has been featured prominently in the news for chieftaincy and land litigation. So yes, the area has seen. Uh, so the, I'm, I'm not sure I can agree with the premise. The premise is a bit serious. An imagine underground hit squad, you know. But the, <laughs> the point is that there've been about four or five killings of people around the area, which has been suspicious. Mm. There's 
there's no evidence of an emerging yes i think i think that is that is but a, what is quite clear yes. is that there's a really high number of murders in the same in area the over same a short period of time a short period of time and all of them seem to be linked to well the 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 family headship for family or so it, it's yeah, yeah there's, something there's something there, there. There's something there and um i don't know if the police are, are connecting the dots i don't know if the police are connecting. that's what we want to find out from them and uh, there are also a, a couple of issues so somebody also sent me something from uh, uh kwabinya area also complaining about um what the person calls an emerging threat of robbery he says bernard our area is becoming very scary we are recording murder cases and robberies a lot Yesterday, on our way to our normal walk, we found a dead body just on our next street. The person was murdered. Uh, the Comet police station has no motorcycle or patrol cars. They are therefore unable to patrol the area. We are appealing to the IGP to help to come to our aid. So, and it says, Ben, I will not sleep the whole night. The slightest noise we hear, we wake up to check. And uh, the idea that in an emergency, the police will not be able to come to our aid. It's even more traumatic. So Comet residents are pleading for police support. So this is a completely different area. But um, I think the police need to comment on some of these issues in addition to other um, less serious issues like having security checkpoints at night, 10 p.m. on a road, causing three kilometers of traffic in an, uh, on a road that is not well lit. So... Whether that hasn't even exposed road users to further danger is, is something to, to be to be asked. We'll read a few comments on some of the things that have come up on the Kumasi story, certainly. Nathan, a few quick reactions before we get to the police. <coughs> yeah, and um, this one, sectoral investigations must be done. And all those involved um, must be built with a financial loss. I'm very certain the developer was just tired of trying to get the issue solved. Because he's not irrational to act like that, albeit what he did was very wrong. How could he have made noise about it using these media platforms so that he would be compensated or replaced? So can't our systems work to the extent that this trivial issue was not solved for all parties to be happy? Same taxpayers' money has gone down the drain. At times, it feels sad to be a Ghanaian. Mm. This is a no-no. And... Um, this one says, good morning. You see how Kojo is gleefully saying Kumasi Ridge is a, is hot cake? Mm. Tell him the powerful elites are done destroying the forest cover at Accra Ridge and they have moved to Kumasi. <laughs> Kofi in Usu. They don't need to move to Kumasi. Kumasi also has his own has his share, of, his share of political elite who are powerful. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even need yeah. to move to Kumasi. This one says, the landowner should rather sue the Let people. Ridge. Okay. This one says, the landowner should rather sue the people who uh, build the road and not just take over the land. That's why squatters have taken over all pavement illegally. Okay, mm. and this one, the person adds, heads must rule. Who authorized the construction of that road? Someone must pay for this. So, those are some of the messages coming in. Bernard, um, somebody says, apart from the land disputes and litigation matters in Pram Pram, residents are also experiencing serious environmental air and noise pollution from the various companies in the area. Hmm. And he says it's getting worse every day. I wonder how we demarcate these places. Because an industrial area is an industrial area. Residential area is a residential area. But here sometimes... Light they industrial area, heavy industrial area. But they can then demarcate it well area. so that yeah. they, they don't have to... 
because if they are producing like high heavy duty things and they are making a lot of let me give you an example um from from pram to chopoli mm. on the down road you see there's a dawa industrial area right mm -hmm. industrial park you've also seen um where b5 plus and all these steel companies are mm -hmm. around all those areas the people are selling residential land though mm -hmm. so somebody has gone to set up their industry now we'll buy residential land tomorrow build the houses the next day and we'll see the industry must move mm -hmm. and i i always say that the housing sector in this country we should look at it Mm. Else we will clear everything and then we'd have to start filling the sea to build. Mm. In fact, that's happening now. People are filling the Sakumono, uh, the Sakumo, um, what's, what's the name? Lagoon mm -hmm. to build. And we cannot sit down as a country for our cities to just expand like that. We must go up. Mm. And these things don't just happen. Government policy, state policy catalyzes some of these things. Mm no proper housing everybody is building just short short buildings the most you get will be say two or three story high mm -hmm. we are wasting the land and we are clearing vegetation mm. encroaching on natural habitats waterways and everything and when we do proper demarcation too we don't govern the species well so with mm -hmm. time industrial areas become residential areas and commercial areas then residential areas now you're it every two steps you take there's a corner shop 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 wait when the thing develops then we now want to demolish it when the shops fitting shops this 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 come then the place becomes ungovernable then the waste sanitation issues then um slums will start developing around these because sometimes a lot of these people want to stay close to work now let's govern our spaces let's think about housing um, housing, af really affordable housing mm -hmm. for the poor. Mm -hmm. Let's think about high-end housing for the very rich. Mm -hmm. Let's think about the, those in the middle range as well. Mm -hmm. Let's sit down and use the knowledge and the skills acquired to create the solutions to meet our national needs and not leave anybody behind. Mm. We have to stop the planless planlessness. Later in the morning, we'll talk about the e-levy, the latest round of uh, conversations around it. Town Hall in the Western Region. I spoke to somebody about this. I had a chat with uh, Ken Thompson. He says the e-levy is not the solution. Neither is going to IMF. The homegrown solutions must be brought. Don't forget the Entertainment Achievement Awards is coming big time this February. On the 8th of February... At 9 a.m., there will be a live broadcast of the nominees' announcement to be live on the City Breakfast Show and on City TV. We are talking about awards in uh, music, film, sports, fashion, writing and poetry, photography, events, online media, comedy, and the entertainment at personality of the year. Follow the conversation with the hashtag EA Awards 2022. 
to make you smile. The awards celebrate the creativity, the outstanding personalities, the impact and influence of Ghana's entertainment and creative arts industry. And when you buy anything, it has to be the very best. Diamond 42.5 R grade cement is the highest quality cement on the Ghanaian market. Now they have been putting smiles on the faces of homeowners, block makers, and supported numerous constructions with their high quality brand that's rated green by the EPA. And these days they have the affordable 32.5 hour grade as well. And so you can locate Diamond Cement nationwide. They've got factories in Aplau, Takrade, and Buipe. Or call them on 0244 313 or 0540 111978 or 0202 Diamond. And are you struggling to find litigation free land for your project? Are you struggling to come up with full payment for that house you want to acquire? Are you worried about moving into that beautiful house you would have built with all the necessary amenities? Edlom Housing is back with products tailored to your individual needs. They've got a villa, the Villas Three Homes at Amra here, and uh, they are going for thirty-five thousand dollars. The Avant-Garde Homes located at Adjuingano, they are luxurious and spacious, but reasonably priced. Call Elom Housing or Edlom Housing 0270 or visit edlomhousing.com to book a site visit. Edlom Housing where spacious homes cost less. Call you don't pick up, but I'm still late night. Girl, you day online, eh? But you know, I girl, I know the bop. But you know, saw me, I know the bop, nah. Why you gonna do me like that? Girl, why you do me like that? Why you gonna do me like that? Oh, na na na, eh? Tonight, make I tell you something. Don't rush, baby, take your time. All I want was to give you love. All I want was to make you smile. You are the sweetest girl, and now you move dangerous. Now you change so serious. Miss hey. Ave was the sun, two bus, you baby girl, man, sister. Rawas, you baby girl, no sister. Two bus, you didn't make man too far. Miss Ave was the sun, two bus, you baby girl, man, sister. Rawas, you baby girl, man, sister. Two bus, you baby girl, man, sister. Alright, so the other question that's been coming up is the currency exchange rate for the Ghana CD to the US dollar and the British pound. So a couple of people sent me screenshots of the 
uh, trend and it appears for the past couple of days there's been a I don't know a serious depreciation of the currency I don't know whether we, we've established a proper trend yet or that's just an outlier so we're trying to we'll try and get for you what's going on with the CD to the dollar and the CD to the pound because I got about four different people in the night send me screenshots of charts showing a, a quick spike in the value of the pound particularly against the Ghana CD and also the US dollar so we'll, we'll come to that shortly it's 10 minutes to 9 city breakfast show later in the morning another round of conversations about the e-levy and uh, the bill we are still sure within the week or two it will go through at least there's going to be a debate on it now we're not sure whether parliament is going to debate it this week because we are told the speaker is not in town and the advice is that the speaker has to be back before so the number issue doesn't come up again in the meantime, a few more general comments coming in on different All issues. Right, this one says, Good morning, Bernard. Kindly draw the, the attention of the authorities to this vulcanizer mm. who has comfortably set up in the middle of the Tetequashi roundabout. Wow. Particularly the stretch from Talo to African regions. Hey. Ironically, the police are always mounted there. But this has been going on for close to a year. Hmm. It says it's indeed as Is he the flow of traffic? Uh, I don't know. Um, Mark Woods from Bechley says, good morning to you and your team. Talking about robberies, I live in Bechley, and last week, some gun-wielding men on motorcycles came to rob about three Momo vendors in broad daylight. And you know what? Yesterday, a week after the first attack, they came back to rob eight more vendors. says, we are living in fear. Broad daylight. (laughs) doesn't matter. Wow, this is serious. Alright, this one says there are these murders concerning lands are committed by the land guards in the vicinity. It says just as in Joma Ablekuma, mm-hmm. a young guy claiming to be chief mobilized some other guys, sold many plots of land, but failed to produce or to honor his promise of one land guard, one plot. These same land guards attacked him in his residence at midnight and cut his stomach open. <coughs> The police should hunt down the land guards in the Pram Pram area. Hmm. This is becoming serious. Wow, that's that's serious. <laughs> Alright, um, uh, Paul Efa says, the, the director of the EPA, Tema office, was murdered on his bed in Tema two years ago and nothing has been done by the police since. Wonderful. <laughs> this is serious alright Joe from Washington says the armed robbery issues at Bay Chile are getting very serious hmm. I think the police announced some crackdown on criminals a few weeks ago are they still on it is it something they do and then they go back and they because I think a few weeks ago before Christmas they launched a major anti-armed robbery operation mm-hmm. I don't know whether they've slowed down, but we are hearing reports of this picking up again in some areas. So the police need to tell us what they're doing about that as well. Morning devotion with my neighbors. Are you still with your boy? I had to leave him in a haze. So no dear. Girl be all shit scared and it tastes. What a waste. Anyway, my new guy, I met him in church. Bible studies, God fearing. I think it works. And you? Oh me, right now I'm focused on my studies. Getting my third degree. Study. But someone pop. It's always warning me. I don't want to agree. You change my grade A to a B. Oh ho. 
Ghana, impinim, burning, same thing happened in my uni. Oh, well, you bet, fun it, See you later. Why? Zero CDs in my savings, but at least we the money. I know pay the lights bill, but at least we the money. Job side has more, but at least we the money. Ah, for do we the money. Oh, capish, we the money. Still they want me in house, but you know we the money. Fall asleep with my dials, but you know we the money. Visa bounce, but if we get some pounds, we go manage. In the meantime, Edith and Carol want to wish their dear friend Jacqueline Adai Mafo of GPHA Credit Union Old Manor Mission a happy birthday. Wishing her all the best she desires for herself in life. Charlie, I see you keep. When be the last time? You hear the coffee die. Sigh. What happened now? Hmm. This one some way. Oh no, me quit doing wife left from heartbreak. My coffee pass. Same Ghana we day inside. Last time I see him, everything cool for inside. We even go car park. He show me a new ride. Pictures on the phone. Big wedding house. New bride. Should be say coffee couldn't cut his coats. According to his size, happiness a joke. Same Ghana that we day. Different cabin, same boat. We all say we are managing, but some barely afloat. We all say we are managing, but some barely afloat. But every Four years they go come for one of us. But if I talk some, they go talk, say I'll be partisan. But rather than staying silent, we for stay woke. We're there on a continent with the youngest population in the world. But the truth, the youth don't have water in the well. So we thirst for a change that seems to never come. In the words of a spiritual, we shall overcome. Our welfare depends on our health care. Hospitals and roads that we need, they are not there. Affordable and quality education, that's fair. But that's far much struggling to have bus fare. <laughs> Expensive waterway that flows through the tap. The youth vex their potential is untapped. Please tell the elders that children don't want to relax. The future won't be built on apathy, Charlie Facts. Ghana yet dear, so we criticize it. Protect rights and freedoms, don't minimize it. Not too much to demand for a living that is decent. Among the city's biggest conversation. What else? Straight up. Took on my harness on the block here.
comment on this before I move to something else. Bernard, the police in Tema know the issue you are discussing. They know the chiefs. They know the land guards. There are serious chieftains issues involved and the issues, if not properly addressed from the top, will soon escalate because one side feels cheated and wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a reprisal attack. Most of the killings have been wrapped under the carpet and kept on the blind side of the media. Uh, for example, the 27th December murder didn't get attention even a call to the police was not helpful names have been mentioned yet nothing is heard pram pram is a ticking time bomb we'll keep an eye on this story and see if we can bring you any more insights on this but i, I noticed yesterday you were pretty peeved again on the road 10 30 or something you said there were three kilometers just give me that quick story if i move on you know f- so for some time now mm. i don't use the main amrahia amanfro Adventa road. back routes i use amrahia katamanso mm. um nanachrome via the atlantic concrete um mm. company to the sweden medical cancer the, center junction the then i'll hit nanachrome bridge <laughs> and then school junction it's like a drink are you going to work or you are going to uh, this thing <laughs> journey to the west a drink then i'll join the illegal legal route to the motorway okay right i'm saying illegal legal because no I it's a sh- legal route because the police are there that not is- not not the one at trasaco which one there are a lot of other illegal ones around um, oh, you, you do that? no th- there is a case to be made for that no that's not what i want you to tell me uh, but but it's, it's something we must discuss as a people Mm-hmm. whether the motorway in its current form is actually a motorway and no must problem. not be treated as a street that others can connect to to get to work conveniently it's yeah, a but conversation you we must join, have. The, the route should be the right route but the point i'm making is that mm-hmm. when the motorway was constructed east legon was a farm adringana yeah. was a farm mm-hmm. all the communities that have sprung up now were not there mm-hmm. Now, the motorway is not functioning as a motorway. If you want to do the approved speed limit on it, you will die. So, we need to sit as a people and say, this motorway is now a Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Road. It's no longer a motorway. There are communities that have sprung up along the motorway. Mm. Let us build uh, slip roads along the motorway whilst we look for 500 million to do the motorway redevelopment. Mm-hmm. So that if you are at, at Jengano, you're, if you are at Jengano and you are coming to town, you have only two options now. You go to the tunnel, or you use be in traffic for one hour, and you go to Shiashi and be in traffic for one or hour. Or you can go to Rich Junction. Well, look, or go to Okonglo. Still doesn't Meanwhile, work. Meanwhile, the motorway is just there. So we we, 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 we we construct slip roads, so we give access to people to mm-hmm. use it safely. Mm-hmm. This is the reason. Before we got the money to do the Tema motorway runabout, as it is now, what mm-hmm. did we do? 
Ghana Post and Harbors Authority gave some two or so million Ghana CDs to reshape the runabout, construct slip roads so that it's better and safer for us. So why can't we think that way and make it better for everyone? Because the population that lives on the Accra East side, North East, Amrahia, Oyibi and everything, and we've already spent money to construct other roads to link up. So why not the last mile? So that's my point. So you're making a case for what you call slip roads. Yes, because if I wake up at 5 a.m. and I use the main road, I'll get here just in time for news. So just like those who, who, those who live in Community 20 who are able to join the motorway from a proper... So the 18 yes. junction people. Yes. They should do the same for they Adenta the people, Ashalimbochet people, and the East Legon people too. Botteman people. Point. So uh, the uh, Klagon people. You live at Ejegon. Have you used the tunnel at uh, 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 Klagon last week. Charlie, is terrible. Terrible. You terrible. live at Ejegojo. Yeah. You want to join the motorway. But you have to go all the way through a shaman. Doesn't make sense. And come and join the motorway. So your point is that instead of just depending on these few routes, increase the number of legal routes to the motorway, properly tar them. The PID department put, put bridges on it. The public so investment division of the Ministry of Finance mm-hmm. put together a package for the motorway for PPP. Mm-hmm. As of then it was estimated it will cost five hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. We are looking for PPP partners. We don't have them now. Mm-hmm. We are going to construct interchanges along the stretch mm-hmm. so that you can easily cross from Ajengano into Teshi mm-hmm. and not have to come all the way to Accra Mall to turn on all those things. Mm-hmm. The thought is there. But as we wait for the money, we can still do something to make it safer for everybody to use the motorway mm. and for everybody to thrive in this urban jungle called Accra. That's my point. So that's case one. Yes. So for because of the alternative routes, you've not used the main road for a while. I've not used it for a while. And then... Yesterday and the day before, I decided to, I use, decided the to use the main road what because happened? I was moving from Legon to home and Straight I didn't want to go all the way to Ajengano and use the back routes and all that. Mm-hmm. Now you get to Amanfro Junction. Mm-hmm. Before you get there, right after Rory Junction, mm-hmm. sometimes 10 p.m. Traffic. Rory Junction. You get to Yomat. Oh, so Rory, before I have a hassle. Yes. Rory Yomat. You see traffic all the way to Amanfro Junction. If hey. you calculate, it's three kilometers back to back, 10 p.m., 10.30. Mm-hmm. Only to get there to see the police checkpoint. Yesterday, I counted, there were three. Throw light in, in your eye. Go. Throw light. Go. That's Throw all light. they do. Go. And my point is, if they are there for security checks, if they are there to assure the citizenry that uh, there is police and there is police visibility, they should do it better. Because if I'm a criminal... And I want to dodge that checkpoint. There are so many routes. To full any junction, Quick. I turn right and I go and use the inner route and go and do my criminal activities and come back. So the checkpoint doesn't really solve any problem. If 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 it's to check criminals, pa, those of us who know all the back routes and we want to do criminal yes, activities, we we'll use them for our criminal activities. So why not? We want to understand the logic behind the touchlight. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, so if it's patrolling <laughs> the areas, there is the OEB police the command, there is the Adenta post, police post command. Mm. Let the police publish their numbers. Let every citizen have their divisional lines, including the 18555. Let them have patrol cars advantage points so that if there is any alarm and you call, like the uh, fire service will tell you response our response time is 5 minutes, 7 minutes, 10 minutes. What is the police response time to criminal should calls? should have that, but those checkpoints. Look, yesterday... I went to Legon to do some work on my on my on my thesis, and I was going home, and there's a police checkpoint. I was sleeping. I, imagine say you get running to Maxef. I was sleeping. I didn't know whether to park the car and run home small. And 
and and and I'm I'm sorry if I've, I I sound defiant, but I think that people should now start rising up against some of these things. If you are going home 10 p.m. and these checkpoints are there and they are causing you, and in the morning these days they don't come to direct traffic on yeah, the road. So, see, they see that issue. in the mornings they don't come to when direct we are looking for police better. to direct traffic. They are not there. When they are attacking people at home, they are not there. In the mornings they don't come to direct traffic. Then in the evening you are going home. You are tired they at are 10 p.m. and they touch say, lights. And so what did they ask? And, you? and 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 when you are unlucky, somebody will say. Uh, especially Fridays, weekend yeah. about, mm. weekend about, go and chop your salary. <laughs> Why are you coming to cost me? But, uh, I don't so soon. No, Bernard, the thing is annoying. And if I had my way, we live in a in a in a in, an, in, in a land of rule of law. We also live in a land of common sense. So what is the People logic? Switch on their hazards when they get there and just pass the. What police is the logic behind? As a form of defiance, what, if they won't do the right what thing. What is the logic behind? The torchlight thing that they do. Then Fridays, Mother, a, a new weekend though. Mornings, we wake up from from Amrahia. <laughs> well, I met a policeman who Bernard. said to me that I, I don't know if you are sorry. Bernard, and I was saying, and I was saying, then no be bad for it. Let me plot the Accra thing for you. <laughs> Oyibi, Amrahia, Accra is average thirty kilometers. Kaswa, Weja, Accra. Sorry, average, repeat that. Oyibi, Amrahia, Accra, average thirty kilometers. Okay. Um. Kaswa, Weja, Accra, average 30 kilometers. In Samwam, Amasaman, Accra, average 30 kilometers. Dawenya, um, so it's always Accra, the same. average 30 kilometers. If you are driving at 60 kilometers per hour, you should cover that in, in, in how many minutes? 30 minutes. Fine, the police don't build roads. They don't build interchanges. But they shouldn't make things worse understand. for people. But they should optimize the things they do mm-hmm. to give us a better experience. Mm. Because... 10 p.m. I took photos and everything. I, I is that the only cause? Was it was the police the only cause of the traffic? Because could you have also told me that that road already has traffic? But in the night at 10 p.m., trotters are not working in the night to do the things so you, they do. So you you believe it was the it was the touch Once light you pass parade. that and everybody on the route or what? And it's not just that route. It's 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 almost all around the city. Once you pass that checkpoint, the thing starts flowing. Dim- and the, 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 the checkpoint is where I'm aware. I'm on from junction. I'm from junction, the Regimano junction. What are they looking for? What are they looking for? Hmm. What are they looking for? So, so, so that's my worry. If in the morning, when there is traffic, we do not see you promptly there, consistently, to aid us in the night, don't come and cause extra traffic. Hmm. Me, me, me. That's my argument. And if it's for police visibility, I'm not a security expert. But that is not police visibility for me. Because if I want to go and do anything... And, I, and I've told you this story before. It was happening uh, and there were still robberies in our neighborhood. So the, the, poli- the small police they have, instead of parading the dark streets in the towns, they rather sit on the main road and two touch lights. If you're unlucky to be driving a DV2, they will collect you. Why? <laughs> oh, you're driving a DV is after 6pm. You're not supposed to drive it after 6 you are not supposed to drive it after six. It's not a crime. But they collected. Okay. Me. I mean, they have collected and seized my car because I was driving a DV after six before. Charlie, police, some will wake you up because that's it. Anyway, Robert from Dodoa says the police at Oyibi barrier mm. at night will always say, "Mami no munso." You are saying that thing like you saw him do it. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm quoting him. In no, this business, no, the way you give it, I'm, I'm just saying. You see, in this but business, you, you've been teaching us to tell stories. So he says the. 
even if for nothing at all, audio records of the conversation. Because if the person is extorting money from you, putting his hand in your car and collecting meat pie, it's not. It's a serious issue. And there's something I, I, I need clarification on. Maybe if the police can also help. So there was an incident. I was in an Uber. I wasn't driving. At the Adabraka Official Town Presby Church. You know, they normally set up a post uh, there. Yes, yes, yes. A, yes, a yes. checkpoint where mm-hmm. they stop torture drivers to check whatever. So they stopped the Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Right? And he had... Uh, he had on his seats belt and everything, but he had a crack in front of his window. So they stop and they're like, there's a crack, there's on, a your crack on your window. Where's your license? He shows the license and everything. was like, well, there's a crack. So you, uh, Because you, of a crack on a window. And so they took the license. And this that's even the, the issue I want to raise. They took the license. Because of a crack on his window. Forget the issue. My point is, it was a, I, I, I'm not in the position whether it's a minor offense or a major offense. I don't want to make that judgment. Mm-hmm. But my issue was, they took his license, mm-hmm. right? And said, he should report to Central. Mm-hmm. And then gave him a chit. And the question I'm asking is, if on his way, mm-hmm. we've taken away the legal document with which he's supposed to drive and he's driving with a piece of paper that you have written a note on mm-hmm. it's just a blank piece of it's a white sheet that you you've written a report to something on any pen there's no stamp there's no stamp nothing on it mm-hmm. that he's reported to this person at this police station mm-hmm. so if on his way he gets arrested by another person another policeman assuming mm-hmm. is he supposed to show that the piece is. of paper as the uh, evidence, his, that evidence that he's, he's allowed to drive because once you take away the person's license, the person is not supposed to be able to move his car again. Yeah. You understand? That is why the rules say that when you arrest the person, the person is supposed to provide the license after yeah. 24 hours or whatnot. But I think there's oh, sometimes there's an insistence that we've taken your license, but report here, but they will allow you to drive the car off. Yeah. You know, that's... It's, 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 com- it's, it's complex. It's complex. For me, it's more the question of the police must come up with a system to weed out the miscreants. For me, that's what I'm... Because, you see, when you speak to the police, say, we know that there are people like that and we want a way in which to weed them out. Inform the public. Do you understand? If you, because there's so many people who send us messages every day. And she don't create a system which you then pass, pass behind us and defeat. If you really want to solve the problem. Look, the police keep saying, oh, the police needs us to partner them to fight crime. I'm sure there are so many people who will be happy to report if the system is set up in such a way that it doesn't expose the complainant to unnecessary danger. You understand? If you say I should report criminal activity, you must do it in a safe way that makes that protects my identity. And I really want to ask the police to start thinking about how to win back the public's confidence with such and now there's technology all over. Okay, there's, I mean you're talking about ways. You could even have an app. Right? There, there are things we can do to help policing be more effective you're talking about for example if if you want uh, neighbors to talk about irregular activities i'm sure there's a way in which you can feed some video or something into something so maybe there's some attack like like this imagine imagine if the police had a live coverage of somebody filming the blast at apiate or the, the queen mother who blasted something at just that the, we, we know we can never have enough police to be everywhere so we have a role to play but what is the police doing for us to help them do the right thing and to weed out these guys? Because, I mean, for me, under no circumstance should a policeman ask a citizen for money. It is so against your training. It is so undermining of the institution. It is so... I think that the, the, the offense should be... The person should be defrocked. Just that. If the police want to show us that they are, they are frowning against bribery, the next policeman who collects a bribe 
take away his uniform. Yeah, if you do it one or two, but don't stop because you cannot have an institution. That's you are ruining the country. And and, and where, not, where people in uniform with guns are asking citizens for money, you are destroying the country. And, and one of the things that they always used to take money from people, this DVD and DP number plates, and also um, um, roadworthy and all those things, they use them to just take money from people all the time. And 2018, the then IGP ordered against the arrest of DVDP number plate users. I remember that earlier this year, the current IGP also instructed that the police should just work on traffic flow mm-hmm. and stop prioritizing DV and license and all those things. Mm-hmm. But it's still happening. Let me give you an example. January mm-hmm. 6, 2018. The Inspector General of Police, David Asantia Pietu, has ordered officers across the country to desist from impounding vehicles with defective DV and direct from port number plates from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., as was currently being done. He noted in an internal memo issued to all commanders that the road traffic regulations do not authorize such arrests. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they quoted the road traffic regulation, and he said that it was unlawful for officers to impound vehicles with such number plates. Mm-hmm. This year, the current IGP also issued instructions that the job of the police on the road should be to ensure people move easily not to contribute to traffic and not to inconvenience people with this dvdp your your insurance this your road your windscreen is cracked yes you don't have a car and, class in your and, and, car boot and and for me i trust the police administration i know they know what they are doing mm. But beyond the others, and I know they are also overwhelmed sometimes. Mm-hmm. They should have these. What do you call it? Is this secret shoppers or whatever? Mystery shoppers. Mystery shoppers to check their own people. To check their own people. Yeah. They put on, put on, put on, put on plain clothes. Put on dark. Sit in a Uber. Pretend to be a driver. Because sometimes and the way they treat you is how they treat ordinary Uber. It's yes. difficult to find. And sometimes it is more effective to use these mystery shoppers because they are people of authority. Yeah. Within the service or people within the service, the way the police people there will treat them when they find out. Imagine uh, if the it's, it's imagine if like the Tema district commander puts on a t-shirt. Yes. And start, t-shirt and, and drives an Uber, Uber. Yeah. and then his men stop him at a shaman. And then he's somebody, you know, then you know the way they are doing the work. This is really too hard. Since we are reporting, let me report one person. Uh, fan milk. Uh, 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 Not fried rice. Fried rice. Look, there's a police officer, mm-hmm. MTTD, Abubloshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abubloshi. That's stretch. Where the uh, Omni Basic Bank is, where UT Bank used to be. Yes. F- from 5.30 a.m., packs his motorbike. Very skinny guy. Oh, you know his frame too. Charlie. Bernard. Where are they? Every trot trot that will pass, you have to you have to stop and pay allegiance. P. Levy, every you will not pass. How many basic? You know, just here the industrial area. When you use the industrial area, I don't mm-hmm. You know they've cleared with Bluesy now. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the old UT Bank. When you take the UT Bank used to be at the junction. Mm-hmm. After UT Bank is the Omni basic basic bank now. Uh. Yes, just in front of it, he parks his motorbike there. Around what time? Five thirty a.m. <laughs> that's why opens market. If you if you are Totro coming from uh, Spain, across space, like, wherever, Obejo, you have to stop. And he's asking you for what? What are, what are you stopping? The empty fool, you will stop. And he At has five, to take something from you. Five thirty in the morning. He's skinny. Charlie, some old man. Be. What kind of bike does he ride? Oh, Royal. 
That's the royal. Does he wear camouflage? Does he wear camouflage <laughs> uniform or the white black? and black? Oh, MTT the guy. Yeah, MTT. <gasps> white and black. Very skinny. He's quite elderly. Hey. Charlie Wayache. I don't pursue the beast on. I'm on the town like six months. I pursue the scanning career. Pure water business. I'm on the town the best six months. They be every morning. They should catch him. They should catch him. We'll be back, eh? Yes, I'm sure I have some messages, but we'll be back. Oh, yeah. So don't worry, we'll take a short break. Somebody says fried rice has taken their sashay. Oh, fried rice oh. has taken cowbell. my cowbell. Cowbell, cow, uh, cowbell coffee. Two sachets oh. before. So people actually know him. If you live in the Dansuman enclave, sometimes you just meet him on his motorbike driving around. But why do you call him fried rice? Because he takes fried rice. Felix Romas says he even takes Momo these days. So he left in the channel. Oh, Momo. He takes Momo. Oh, but Charlie, this is serious, oh. A policeman known by the name Fried Rice. Yeah, that's what we call him. And you've accepted him. He's part of the community. <laughs> I can't believe this. Go for it. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm telling you. Wow. He took somebody's cowbell coffee. Sure. Oh. I said the, the person that's, took his firewood. that's his wife. That's his wife. I said, I've seen him take firewood. They are talking. They are surprised. What do you call it? Firewood. firewood. Two bundles. What is he going to do with it? <laughs> This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Girlfriend, I'm, 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 get, I'm, get, I'm getting some scandalous messages this morning. Bernard, you listen to this one right now, right now. The police officer I'm reporting to you. Somebody's saying, Bernard, the policeman girlfriend is talking about at Omnibank is taking money from a trotter driver right now. He saw me videoing him. Then he asked the driver to get down and put the money on the wall of a school nearby. Then he went for it. Says now, now he's collecting money. Now, this morning. They put the money on the wall of a school. <laughs> so why? So Bernard, some policeman near Gold House, Georgia Hotel Security Checkpoint. Spotted Alasa in the cup holder <laughs> of my car and collected his lap. He said he was feeling nauseous and needed something like that. <laughs> he took Alasa from the cup holder of my car. This when he asked, weird. What is that? I thought he was referring to my tennis racket that might have looked like weapons. I was alarmed only to realize he wanted Alasa. Give it to him. Charlie. And he says, Yes, that's a very good place. A good police officer on the Spintex Road. Little guy. He's brilliant. Alasa. No, this matter is not good. Alasa. They said the policeman at Farm Mill Junction has taken bread and cutting buds from me. At Farm Milk. They yeah. wanted to eat bread and milk. No, <laughs> the Farm Milk Junction is a washing area. Yeah, I think the Farm Milk reminded him of bread. Yeah, he said he took bread and cutting buds <laughs> from you in your car. <laughs> wow. When I saw you, girl, I saw a piece of you When I'm a kid, now come here to you, girl Without a win, I might be just so, a <laughs> This one says, the said policeman being described If very true, he's quite skinny, quite elderly He does that every morning, he should be retired by now he says, Bernard, what your colleague is saying is true I know him, I know him, Charlie <laughs> This one says, mm. just last week He says, just last week I, will, I picked the sprinter from Kanishi to Takradi. 
in fact that's not the vehicle I usually board. Mm-hmm. We got to the more police checkpoint. It's my surprise that Marie. Marie, okay. The driver had been driving all the way from Accra without a license. Oh. So the Marie policeman stopped him mm-hmm. thinking they were going and I thought they were going to process this illegitimate driver. Mm-hmm. Initially the driver asked the mate to give him ten CDs. And the driver went and he was rejected by the policeman. Bernard, it was an unbearable situation which caused all the passengers on board to complain and lament and so the driver became stressed and forced to take extra amounts from which I suspected was 50 CDs and that was the end of the story. So I'm not surprised at these agitations. In fact, I believe the government should shut down most police checks rather than tolls. So if, 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 if a man is driving people without a license, license and you take, it means that your life costs 50 CDs to that policeman. So 50 Ghana cities and let them go. Well, Bernard, Kweku says, please, fried rice at Sakaman, Amsa is her man. With the DC residents will demonstrate. Eh? His duty post is changed. Eh? Mm-hmm. Don't make a joke about this. Kelly, a policeman yeah. collecting fried rice. <laughs> Kelly and <from> salt. <laughs> Kelly from Osu says, mm. believe it or not, the fried rice policeman once took my wife's Indomie and a bottle of <laughs> special ice. <laughs> my wife went to bed on an empty stomach that night. <laughs> But how does he know the things people have? How does he know that you have fried, uh, you have uh, fried rice and indomie and things in your car? He's conducting a search in your car. What are you doing? But how does he have time to do all that? Does he randomly pick the cars? No, 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 no. So for instance, like at the Sakaman joint, he normally parks his motorbike at the filling station, the golf filling station at Sakaman, and he's there. And you know that place is very traffic prone, so most of the times the cars are not even moving. So he can just move from car to car. And he's collecting Indomie. Oh, simple. Saturdays are the market. Where does he keep it? Saturdays are market days. Does he have a bag? I don't know. But the fire would there, he put it by the motorbike. <laughs> Probably call his family members to come and carry it home. That's the harvest for the day. Charlie, this, this is serious. This is serious. <laughs> this is very serious. Bernard, let's celebrate the policeman on the Spintex Road. He's called Alaji. Mm. Very short, disciplined, and a principled man. He does his work with diligence. Jonas Kwejo from mm. Spintex. Mm. All right, this one is when I need your number to report a policeman who robbed me. Okay. Mm. All right. Um, this one says, Godfrey, there are these two policemen at Menet Junction, Manet Junction. Mm. They just stop and ask me nothing for the boys. I mean, just how? Nothing for the boys. <laughs> I, I really hope the police administration is listening oh, to this God. because there, there has to be a way in which this stops. This really has to stop. This really, really, really has to stop. Lots of complaints coming in about the police on the show this morning. We are just asking how they manage their checkpoints and whether they can be done in a more convenient way for everybody or less inconveniencing way. So many stories coming through. So, Ghana Police, let's know what system you've put in place for these complaints to come to you. If you really want to solve them, a policeman collecting a bribe is just not acceptable. I'm no longer hide. I'm loving my people only. It's time to know me.
Bernard, the policeman has taken Momo from me before because I didn't have cash. Even they've taken a gallon of palm oil. Charlie, gallon of palm oil. Bernard, I gave one five CD to one. He said five CD for me, Inspector. Then he took my bread in front of the car for compensation to make it up to ten. I was shocked. This is Accra to Cape Coast Road. David is so too. I know you not for hey. but I won't buy So five CDs plus bread to make it ten CDs. Come on, buy my ship. My fear is that you fear that I'm just a wimp. So is it that they are not paid well or is it just what what is it? What is it? The leg, that's the reason why I walk with a limp, I limp across the world, searching for peace, you know I'm not the Alright, we'll come back to this shortly. Let's talk about Havolin and a to z auto service and limited so Havoline engine oil have some great stuff to tell us and a to z auto servicing are also excited to join us i have in studio leviticus ninoy he is with a to z auto servicing leviticus good morning good morning bernard is that your name or your yeah. nickname leviticus leviticus is your name sure. ninoy yeah sure <laughs> Charlie, I've lived long. I've never heard this name in my life. It's sure. in the Bible. Third book of the Bible. It's, it's amazing. Are you a priest? I'm not a priest. Your father wanted you to be a priest. Somehow. Somehow, but you decided to do auto services. You. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Opo is a branding and consumer manager for the Hallmark Oil. So it's like a partnership, right? Yes, so let's yes. talk about Havoline. Which company produces Havoline engine oil? All right, Ben. Thank you very much, my, my brother. Um, we are talking about Tesaco. Chevron, these two companies come together to uh, make the engine oil Havolin, mm -hmm. called Havolin. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure people remember Tesaco. Tesaco is a company that used to be in Ghana here a long time ago. They are based in Europe. Yeah. Um, Chevron is also in US, another giant oil marketing company in US. So these two companies come together to make the engine oil called Havolin. So you, you can imagine the experience. These are companies that have been around for over 100 years, each of them. And it's not only the lubricants that they, they produce or they make. They are also into so many things, refinery and other things. Mm. So these are great companies behind Havolin. Mm. Therefore, it tells you the quality of the product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it tells you the quality of the product. That when you go for Havolin engine oil, mm. you have nothing to fear. Mm. Because it gives you nothing but the best. It protects your engine, mm. makes sure that the engine does not become too hot for the parts to begin to you know, wear out. It, it's make sure your fuel consumption is stable and all the good things that you can talk about, all the good things you need from engine oil. Mm. So that is about Havolin. Mm. Why should customers patronize Havolin? What's the unique feature about it? Yes, thank you very much. So, uh, just as I've already told you that when you want to buy engine oil, people have bought cars 2022. People have released, released new cars but the unfortunate thing is that, Bernard, you know that a lot of people don't know anything about lubricants or the engine oil. Mm. 
So they think every painting be painted, every oil be oil. So they go and then they put anything inside the engine and they think that they are helping their engine. Mm. One thing is that when you want to go for engine oil and you are a lay person, you don't know anything, look for a company that has a reputation to protect, like Chevron, like Tesaco. These are two big companies in the world. So there's no way they will put something in the gallon and come and sell it to you and say it does this and it doesn't do it. So that is one assurance. Another thing why people should patronize is that you you need an engine oil. You see, today's engine, Bernard, today's engine compared to the olden days, olden days the engine was very big. But then the pressure in, inside the engine, the torque, the horsepower and all that were, you know, less. Today, the engine is small, but then it has a lot of power. Therefore, you need an engine oil that can withstand the pressure inside the engine. Because the oil protects the moving parts from scratching each other. So that as the parts are moving, the crankshaft is turning, the uh, camshaft is turning, pistons are going up and down, they should not be scratching each other. So mm. the oil stays in between the walls mm. so that it prevents, you know, metal to metal contact. Okay. So if you don't go in for a very good oil, engine oil that has gone through the technology, modern technology, to be able to protect your engine, mm. you start to lose your engine in no time. Mm. So people can confidently walk to shops everywhere in Accra or Ghana and get Havoline engine oil and have the assurance that it will protect their engine and make sure that you enjoy your car for a very long time. I see. So we understand there's a partnership now between Hallmark and A to Z. Can you tell me about that? Sure, sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> before I come to the partnership, uh, A to Z uh, is registered general auto servicing. We are specializing auto mechanical, auto electricals, air conditioning, body works, Spraying, vehicle tracking, alarms, mm. push to start installation, anything about your vehicle that is disturbing you, mm -hmm. that is what we do there. And uh, coming back to your question on the partnership, I think when we started, we were using all kinds of oil for our clients. Mm -hmm. And the feedback we were getting were very, very bad. Apparently, it was affecting business. Mm. So we decided to watch around, look around for a lubricant that will, that will, that, that is solid mm -hmm. in the system. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, a friend introduced Havoline oil to me. Mm -hmm. I personally used it and it was good. Mm -hmm. So uh, we started using and then the feedback we're getting was amazing. So this year we decided that then why don't we ride on our shoulders and then push ourselves much higher than we have been. Mm -hmm. So that is why we are here today to, as it were. So you, are, you have decided that their products are the best for your clients. Exactly. So you've partnered with them. Sure. So what are the types of Havoline products available on the market then? Okay, so uh, Bernard, uh, uh, a little on what he just said, I mean, concerning the partnership. So we at Havoline also decided that we go into this partnership with them because um, our brand is a brand that people have so much confidence in. And when people purchase our product, they normally ask, where can we get a quality service? Where can we send our car? So that at the end of the day, we will not have any problem. 
we have a lot of other car garages out there that have only works with we have our products there most of the car garages in accra i'm talking about cars uh, servicing centers but in this case as my brother said we decided to do this so that we can ensure that we give our people quality service and also quality product that uh, they, 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 they need. Mm. But yeah. where are your products available? Where can people get them? Okay, so uh, A to Z is one place where people can get the product from. They have all the types, everything that people need, they can get it from. Apart from that, all the car garages, all the car services centers in Accra, most of them, they use our products. Apart from that, the retail shops, outlets, being Abuso Kain, Kokumpi, Tama Kokumpi, wherever, all the shops around, people can get our products from all the shops. But where is A to Z itself? Where are you located? A to Z, we are located at Medina, uh, Race Junction to be precise. We are just opposite the Latter day Saint Church mm. at um, um, Medina Race Junction. Mm. So, with this partnership, what should vehicle owners expect from A to Z? Good. Quality lubricant, quality spare parts. These are the main thing that we are offering our clients this year and beyond. Mm. And uh, and what's the vision you have for the Ghanaian market? Because you are in race junction now. What 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 are some of the things we should expect from you coming going forward? Good. Our vision now is Bernard. You know very well that um, the unemployment system. The unemployment is high in the system, so we want to train young graduates. If you are between 18 and 24, and you are SS lever and passionate about learning a profession, we are there for you. You can call us, come over, and then we'll run you through one-year training. Mm. So those are some of the things you those do. Are, yeah. And I see. Before we go, let's talk about knowledge of oil types and what oil is good for what because i'm sure mm -hmm. there's ignorance about some of these issues also affects people in their choices issues like viscosity and things like this so if you can just give us a quick comment yeah on so that. then i thank you very much so when we take the engine oil engine oil itself we have two types let mm. me put it that way we have what we call the synthetic engine oil and the mineral engine oil people should listen very well the mineral engine oil mainly for uh old vehicles cars mm -hmm. that are old the synthetic mostly used by brand new very you know fresh one and you know barely old vehicles those mm -hmm. that have not been around for a long time mm -hmm. they are for the synthetic now mm -hmm. when you come into the synthetic we have zero w20 5w20 5w30 5w40 the mm -hmm. w there stands for winter Mm. So if I mention 0W20, it means that in the coldest environment, the oil can still flow. Because engine mm. oil, Bernard, it can condense, it can become too thick. Mm -hmm. uh, just as a red oil can become too thick. When you have red oil and it becomes too thick, mm -hmm. I don't think it can flow. If you want mm -hmm. to pour it, it will not even, you, 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 you won't get it as it is melted. Mm -hmm. So the oil is supposed to stay in its viscosity, in its thickness. So the ZW20 tells you that even in the coldest environment, mm -hmm. the oil will still flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so these are the different viscosities we have. Or 
we can say thicknesses that the different thickness that we we have mm -hmm. 0 25 25 35 40. Mm -hmm. now mostly the omes i'm talking about the original equipment manufacturers mm -hmm. when they make their car they write the type of viscosity the car the engine needs on the engine especially on the filler cap the cap you open before you pour the oil inside the engine mm -hmm. yeah they write it there so people can always look at look at that cap and see what the manufacturer has written on it mm -hmm. and then go for go for it mm -hmm. it it's it very very important but people should also know the difference that we have the synthetic and we have the mineral the mineral is quite cheaper than the synthetic now normally people uh, describe the synthetic as six months five months oil and other may i don't go by that because our environment it's not always good to use an oil, uh, engine oil for six months and all that so you have to most of that you depend on the kilometers you make look at the odometer and see how how, uh, how much uh, distance you have covered to decide where you do that uh, you drain the oil out and then put in another one mm. so these are some of the dynamics that we have mm. but if you come to have only apart from the 025 25 35 40 that we have we also have 10 w40 and then we have 15 w40 20 w50 these 15 40 and 2050 are for you know vehicles that are growing yeah and the 1540 is mainly for diesel engine cars mm -hmm. apart from that we also have greases we have um hydraulic oils mm -hmm. we have uh, brake fluid mm -hmm. coolants uh, atf that's automatic automatic transmission fluid mm -hmm. we have all those stuff around nice. so we have a lot we have a lot for the market before you go how can people get in touch with you at a to z okay um <coughs> a to z you can call us on zero two four zero two zero Two eight two eight, mm -hmm. and then you can also get Havolin on zero five nine four two zero five three five three. Can you repeat the number? Um, Havolin zero five nine four two zero five three five three, and A to Z zero two four zero two zero two eight two eight. Thank you very much, Leviticus Ninois from A to Z Auto Servicing. Joseph Opong is a brand and consumer manager for Hallmark Oil. It's a partnership they've launched, so you can get in touch with them for the best oil and for servicing. We'll be right back with more of your comments. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS.
and it's a new flavor another energetic experience a pleasant taste energize your day with a kind of good day energy drink know the difference grab a can from all girls shops but you're on a total milk from supermarket palace mall and from a pub near you This one says, Kaswa mm. MTTD is killing us. Mm. There's this one particular officer called Akoto. Mm. He even sent people to buy alcohol for him to drink in Look cars. Look at that. If I'm asked to write about Kaswa police, there's mm. a whole lot. Oh, they sometimes hide behind cars and they spy on oncoming vehicles looking for someone just to make a move as they are going to park. Mm. Every morning, they stop at a place called Dam Junction mm. and take five CDs from each driver. <laughs> when... Uh, is in the afternoon at Kaswa Manfrom. You see them over there. Mm. Some of these policemen even fight with passengers. Ooh, Charlie. Charlie, it's terrible. Mm. This one says, mm. better still, we have good police people working. Mm. I went to one police MCTD. The driver was arrested driving a trotter without a license. The vehicle owner tried to bribe the head of the MCTD. The head told the owner, of the vehicle, no amount of money he could give him would stop him from prosecuting the driver. Very true. Oh, he sends that from Ashalim. That's okay? good. All right, this is uh, a message of a different kind. Mm-hmm. This one says, Kindly alert the authorities mm-hmm. about a team working along the outer lane on the Achimota to a fan stretch around Taifa. Mm-hmm. I learned they are desilting the drains. Mm-hmm. Bernard, the road block and reflectors are not visible enough, mm-hmm. and this has caused a number of vehicles to run into it, mm-hmm. resulting in damage, especially to their radiator. Wow. I was a victim last Saturday, and the people around the area only walk to you and say it has affected you eh? (laughs) (laughs) they need to uh, have a second look at the pale lemon reflector used and the total safety of their exercise on road so this is on the Achimota of Ancor stretch outer lane around Taifa those desilting the drain alright that's a good one alright more comments this one says a policeman stopped me at Koanasu Hotel, now Lashri Hotel, and collected six CDs from me. Hmm. When he stopped me, he just said, Amamre. This one 
Um, I feel very disturbed when after you've driven a long distance, finally you feel that you are almost home, only to meet traffic at Asutrae Junction. They just flash their lights in your face and ask if you are going home. Or your boys are here. This one says, I personally... Uh, okay, can we discuss how companies pay universities gra- university graduates 600 CDs? I have a friend who works with Montran and she's paid 680. I personally feel with the kind of job they do, they should be paid better. Hmm. That's another discussion for another day. Mm. Bernard, from across to Cape Coast, you come across four police stops. Why? And they will all take something from you. They will expressly ask for something. It is annoying. Mm. The truck and commercial drivers just stick their hands out, shake the police, that's where they hand over the money, and continue. It's now part of the operational cost for Trotsky drivers. <laughs> oh, God. It says if the current IGP can't stop this, no one can. Hmm. Something they should look into seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernard and Godfrey, mm-hmm. um, the police are brewa mm-hmm. on the Accra Cape Coast Road are legendary mm. in collecting bribes and frustrating drivers, especially when they see a foreigner in your car. Yes, he's saying that their method of operation, they particularly at Sanders at Cherry Johnson, is both today's my birthday. birthday. The police have corrupted the soldiers at, on the Adomi Bridge too. Now they take <laughs> more bribes. And Charlie, this is scandalous. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Now, let's celebrate the MTTD officer stationed at Achimota, Kantanka Showroom Junction. He's, he's Inspector Jamina. Mm-hmm. He's an epitome of a very fine police officer. Mm. Pablo from Ofanko Hills Estate. So, Inspector Jamina? Yes. Of Ofanko. Of yeah. where? Ofanko. No, is that where it is? says he's stationed at the uh, Kantanka Showroom Junction. Okay. Yes. Inspector Jamina. Yes, yes, yes. And I'd like to say hi to the police people at the La Police Station, the MTTD. They are also fine officers. They do their work very, very well. So, the police... Charlie, go for it. They say your guy took ice cream cube. Sure. Someone says he took ice cream cube from me before. As for fried rice, he takes, he give you his number plate? See, as for fried rice, eh, he takes anything. He says <laughs> he, he has a golf one. one with the inscription Vim One at the back. He took ice cream from me before. Oh, is it is it like is it just like for is this a hobby? <laughs> but how do you take Indomie and fried rice on the same day plus ice cream? <laughs> how many stomachs does he have? Some take money, he takes goods. <laughs> this is terrible. We want the police to deal with this. The IGP and his team. This yeah. is terrible. For for people to be sending messages about a policeman in Dansoman who collects bribes from people and we are laughing about it is not correct. <laughs> they should find the person. Okay. This one says, I feel uh, that we the citizenry have made these mm-hmm. practices uh, a norm mm-hmm. in terms of the police. I was brought up in the barracks until I grew up. My colleagues used to tease me and they said, my father, being a policeman and taking a bribe, we just try to justify the point that it's the lower ranks that take the bribes at checkpoints. And those of us whose fathers were inspectors and sergeants did not do so. Even these days, even chief inspectors are lobbying for duties at checkpoints because that's the marketplace. Bernard, would you believe that most officers pay their way out to be stationed at the barriers for them to cash in? If you don't go and pay your way out for such duties at the orderly room, your boss will... A boss man, you go for bonga duties after you retire. So the things DM him, unless God. This is not the last you would hear of this, I assure you. Thank you for listening. My name is Bernard. I have the whole team here Godfred, Kojo, and Nathan. 